Chua, chua, chua. Attack left lane. Wards? What are those? No. I can't tell you how many times I've just giggled my ass off. Attack the gold fury. Did you take a shower after that game and did you feel dirty? Group up. We're playing a little footsies. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you're fuzzy woozy. Let's not hurt them too bad. Let's make them scream! I need an adult. I need an adult. I'm so good, it's like a planet. Split push! Howdy, folks. Dirtnap's dad here. Welcome to episode 24 of Split Push. It's a Smite podcast, mostly from the console perspective. Um, yeah, we're pretty much going to leave it at that, although we do bring in a little special PC perspective here today, but I'll get to that in a minute. First up here with me, it's my good buddy Guy. What's up, everybody? And then we got Beagle Girl. What's up, everyone? Ooh, she actually sounded Ooh. a little bit motivated this week. How about yeah. that? Because oh. we have a girl Whatever. on with us. She's yeah. a little, a little <laughs> more. There it is. Girl. Like, damn, yes. don't do giving hey, things away. <gasps> Lady Smiters. Ooh, grill power. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, these guys are getting out of hand already. <laughs> Next up's Dirt Nap Dan. Hey, what's happening, everybody? And we got Yuki. You cannot hold back my fire and fury or sarcasm. Yeah, yeah that's very true. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. a very, try. very special guest with us here this week from Twitch. It's the one, the only, it's Smitten. <laughs> that was great. How you doing today, Smitten? I'm doing awesome. How are you guys? Oh, excited to have you on. I'm ah, excited looking to be forward here. to today. Yes. Oh my goodness. I was I've been lurking on your stream here the last couple of weeks, you know, just checking things out, see see what you are. I love that little little putty tat that you have there. It looks looks she looked like a nice little calico cat, it wasn't it? Yeah, that's Binks. She's uh she's the strangest cat I've ever had, but she's <laughs> uh she's pretty awesome. I think all cats are strange in oh one way God. or another. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty true. We got four of them. Five, five of them. Five of Sorry. them. One's pregnant. Yes, five now. <laughs> oh. Well, one's on a temporary visa. We'll see. Kittens! Um, he's been doing doing okay. Doing okay. But we'll see. Uh, but anyway, we're here to talk about some Smite today. And first off, you know, Smitten, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, tell Tell the podcast world a little about who you are, you know, what you have to do with Smite, and why you're here today. Awesome. Okay. Well, my name is Smitten. Um, I have been a content creator slash streamer um, in the Smite community for almost six years now. It'll be six years, I think, in um, January. No, I'm sorry, in March, whenever I made my first YouTube video. Um, came around during closed beta, and I uh, had a YouTube channel under the name Gink First Gaming. It is a terrible name. All right, there's a whole story behind that. It is god awful. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we started out with the, the How to Fail at Smite series, and um, High Res really kind of embraced me as like a content creator, promoted me a whole bunch. And then a couple months later, I started streaming, and then I was like, oh my god, like I'm in love with the whole idea of streaming because like uh, I'm I'm kind of used to interactive theater, so streaming was like so much more natural for me as opposed to like reading off a script for YouTube. You know what I mean? Plus I get to like interact with people, mm -hmm. which is my forte. Um sweet. But yeah, I've been I've just been hanging out being a chick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I started my own smite career off with uh 
my own YouTube channel. Never really got too far along with that. You know, I was I was young in the game, so I'm not wasn't very good at playing the game. You know, but it was still not I was doing something. Neither was I. Better than you, Yuki. Oh, oh, it's happening. Shots fired. We're one v one in tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm recording. Spectator mode. We were one v one last night. Mode. We were one v one last night when you were broken. Uh, Erlang, I still beat your ass as Chalk. Oh, you- dude, Chalk is mm-hmm. bae, though. No. Yeah. I hate Erlang. Yeah. You know it. He's upsetting. <laughs> like, all right, can I actually fight back this time instead of just standing here letting you do some math oh, with oh, these it's numbers? Oh, it's going to be on Joust. It's going to be legit. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a duel, baby. I got spectator mode. Right, they well. fixed it. They fixed spectator. <laughs> I will be the caster of a lifetime. Oh, oh God. Did they yeah. actually Coming fix soon, spectator, though? YouTube theater near you. <laughs> Yeah, Smite has one of those, did you know? Yeah. yeah I, spectator mode. Apparently it does work now. Though. No way. Dude, because I used- accidentally went into it the other day. Yeah, <laughs> I used to do a um a series on my stream called Bronze League Bravehearts where I would go in and like coach individuals um while they were playing a rank game live. But like I had to stop doing that because like the spectator was just god awful. Yeah. So yeah. if it, oh my gosh, <laughs> I may I may be able to start doing that again. Y'all, thanks guys. I didn't know that. There you go. I know. There you go. Uh, Learn things every day. I forget who it was, but somebody I saw, it was a couple months ago, maybe half a year or so or more, but they were doing their YouTube content and they were, they had the in game view, but then they would mix in spectator views mm-hmm. of it. Oh, nice. And it was just fantastic. And then I, I, I think I subscribed to them, but I don't know if, you know, I, it, they just got lost in subscriber hell or what or yep, you know, what exactly it was, but I don't remember seeing any sense. Yeah, that's you know, literally why I stopped now. doing YouTube. Now I gotta YouTube. go figure it and find it out. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why I stopped doing YouTube is because, like, they started making your subscribers go through, like, series hoops in order to, like, find your content, even if they were subscribed to your channel. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. maybe not that's like that was that was literally that was the last uh nail in the coffin for me it really feels like youtube has gone the wrong way it has uh, for for it. i mean i know i was getting all excited because i was getting at one point i was c- kind of chugging along and getting close to some of these goals and then i stopped when we started doing the podcast mm-hmm. and then i went back in like a couple weeks later and i'm just like what the hell is what the hell kind of goals are this i'm like that's going to take like Four years of solid doing this to even hopes to get to those levels. Yeah, oh, well, screw you, YouTube. Like, I'm that- heading over to Twitch. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That was exactly <laughs> my thought. So, anyway, Smitten, uh, I heard you uh, talking earlier. You said you you've been feeding a little bit today. Huh? <laughs> oh my god, dude! I don't know. <laughs> like, uh, gosh, normally like the the day stream games aren't nearly as bad as they were today. I have no idea what was going on. Like, we were talking about maybe there was like a quest. Or something that all these people were trying to fill, but like they were intense. Like I had several forty-plus minute games, and it was like a struggle. You know, I'm just trying to chill, talk to my chat. You know, kind of give some like pointers and like different things, have conversations. But I I couldn't because I I literally I it was either talk to my chat and die, or like try to focus and win. You know what I mean? Like it's ugh, it's the yeah. struggle, man. Yeah. You know, I, I'm a very very young streamer. And you know, just hit you know fifty subscribers here just the other <gasps> Yay! week. And Congratulations! Yeah, silly. yeah it, it was it was a nice little plateau to hit. But I tell you, I actually set my phone up right beside me so I can like if people chat that I can see it. It's a little harder on console, I think. Oh yeah. I don't know, it, but it, for me, it's like 
as an old man, A, to see my computer screen where it needs to be, it's hard to read the text. So yeah. I cheat and have my phone, so I have the chat open right beside me so I can see it. But then it's still, you know, I get so focused on the game that it's hard to, you know, make right. that switch back and forth. Yeah, you because know, I'm very competitive and yeah, you can yeah. ask Dan, you know, he was two years old. He'd hit a fly ball and wiffle ball and it'd be a foul ball. I'm still running and diving to make that pass. <laughs> You're out, boy. <laughs> oh People yell at me, you should let him get a hit. I'm like, what's that going to teach him in life? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, not nothing. Taught me to quit playing baseball. <laughs> yeah. So, so that means some means you're an Just F seven warrior, right? Uh, not not per se. Oh my god, now, I, I, am. I will I will accommodate my group if if they're if they're done with the game. Oh, you're we so actually, nice. We, we gave up last night because we were being snarky, and who was a guy needed the five minute gold fury, mm-hmm. and Yuki needed both the gold fury and the ten minute fire giant. We did both, and then we're like. We're so far behind now. Let's just get out of here. <laughs> see, yeah, see that yeah, I can I mean, totally they... understand, but like I never let anybody like if I'm determined, like I don't let anybody in my party surrender. I actually get like mad if somebody <laughs> tries to F six, like in my viewer games. I don't know why it bothers me so bad, but well, I mean I do know why it bothers me so bad. I really genuinely think that any game is winnable. But like people's emotions yeah. and their salt and their competitiveness, all of that gets in the way of you being able to pull out a a freaking W. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to curse. Can you I can swear? Do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, yes, yeah. you fuck can yes. Say whatever the right, okay. comes to your fucking mind. Man, it's, <laughs> it's been so long since I've had to like be PG that I just I'm so scared. I don't know if oh, I yeah. can anymore. So okay, yeah, we, awesome. we try not to be too vulgar. You know, innuendos are okay. Straight, you know, direct vulgarity we try to avoid. But right. you know, cursing is going to happen. And matter of fact, there's a hashtag make Beagle swear. She's only 15, oh, so she doesn't like to. <laughs> Yet. Aww, and, you know, what the community heart. tries to get in these long, <laughs> long community responses and slip a swear word in the middle because she reads them off. And I had to say, I had a sailor's mouth at fifteen. So good on you, They're girl. Mean. You're going places. <laughs> but getting back to what you were uh, talking about there, I, I I firmly believe that that any game is winnable. It you is. Know, and there's times where it's so frustrating, your know, things are just not going your way. But that's look. It's time to change tactics. Learn how to play from behind. Learn how to play defense. We had a game the other day. This is a game of one of the games of the week that I think almost all of us want to talk about. I think. Yeah. It was a match of attrition. Well, or Yuki, this is one you were out, but Dicey was in. Mm-hmm. So four days ago, we're playing a conquest. Uh-huh. I'm in solo lane as Sun Wukong. And I actually got to play against another warrior, which is great, you know, because I miss those days of two warriors in the slap fest over there. You know, there's yep. too many mages and other crap going over there nowadays. Yes, there uh, is. Guy guy was in mid as Alpwash. <gasps> My Beagle, dude. Beagle right. as Izzy and Dicey as Terra over in Duo and Dan skirting through the jungles as Sasano. Oh my god! Which, uh, we're I was listening game. to the stream today, and I heard you talking about how rare it was to see a jungle main. Well, you found one. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Seriously, he is I, our jungle main. I did a um. I was you know because I before I was a streamer, I was going to school for uh, biopsychology. Um, I wanted to be like an actual scientist out there, like running my own experiments and stuff. And Sweet. um, so I've got like you know I love like crunching numbers and looking at data and you know trying to like analyze it you know and all these through anyways um I did this survey for the Smite community asking them like what platform they played on how long they played Smite um and uh, what their main was and uh, like a couple of other things like you know some basic demographics and questions about uh, their Smite play 
And um, after I had like 3,000 responses, I went back and looked at, at the data and I was, um, I found that there's a very small percentage of, of jungle mains, people who describe themselves as jungle mains. And in, if you think about that, like, that's probably why, like, casters during, like, the SPL and stuff, like, get so fixated on the jungle. Your jungle is, like, the one that's going to determine, you know, the ebb and flow of your game because you rely on his mm-hmm. ganks, you rely on his rotations for buffs, you rely on this and you rely on that, right? So, Amen. like, good junglers... You guys are welcome. Yeah, good junglers <laughs> are even more rare than being a jungle main. So, like, I, I don't know, I was yeah, thinking yeah. about that today. It's pretty crazy. That's like the we're, most auto locked role when we play though. Like if we have if we're not a full five man, jungle's almost instantly auto called. Right. Yeah. But they're never the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> so well anyway, I gotta get back to this game because I'm sitting here looking at this little picture of Sun Wukong and he's just like mm, I need to talk about this game. Mm. Because it was a good back and forth game. It was a forty five minute game in, in, in its entirety. Those are fine. And at 41 minutes, they they're aggressing on our Titan and get them down to half health, but we're able to we're able to defend. Yes. And we know at this point we're down two Phoenixes, mid and right. The only one we got up is left. And we're like full on defense mode. Right. Now I'm gonna give y'all a tip here. This is how we won this game. We put wards out. Defensively, oh, wards. Okay. Who would have thought to do that? Who would have thought? Right. Seventy-five percent so, of the spike know, community just asked, "What are wards?" Guaranteed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but right out between the phoenixes, where the jungle comes down that little T intersection, it runs right out there inside the wall. We had two wards there, and then two wards on top of that. So we knew exactly where they were all coming into that phoenix, and we're like, we also had wards inside our Titan room. Yeah, towards smart. the walls. We we were ready for this because all they had to do was circumvent us and it was game over. Right. All right. So all five of them are coming towards the right Phoenix and we're like, oh, okay, I don't trust this. And then I see their Osiris break towards mid through the ward. And there goes Thanatos. And then they attacked mm-hmm. and we're like, I think, uh, who was it? Dicey stayed and maybe Beagle? But Dicey I know- and Beagle defended right Phoenix. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. me guy and Dan start bolting towards the the Titan. Right, guy throws his alt down over the mid Phoenix area and kind of just inside the Titan area. Mm-hmm. Osiris is in the lead. I tiger and stun or root him, whatever the hell. I don't it's know. A stun. I'm excited. It's right. a stun. It's a stun. Yes. Yeah. Stun him right on the edge of it, so he's still in it and not at the Titan, and. We managed to kill both of those. I go up in the air at, in my alt, and I'm looking around like, where the fuck is it? Where's Jablanke? You know, he's who I'm thinking of because, you know, their hunter can shred the hell out of our Titan. Exactly. And I get the call, Cerberus is on Titan. Cerberus is on oh, Titan. No. So I turn around. I alt back down on him. We kill him. And then you hear the, you hear that, that noise. Jablanke basic attacks. I'm like, no. And I sprint through the Titan to body block him, and we just collapsed on him and killed him. The Titan was at 183 hit points. Oh my god! (laughs) The Toth was now shitting his pants and running, and we killed him very quickly. And it was just like, run down middle lane. Yes. Go ahead, Dan. Perfect little interjection. 
I uh I Sisano pulled the um Shibalanke. No, 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 the Shibalanke into the Titan. So and then I uh Sisano ulted. My alt hit him, knocked him up, and knocked the Thoth up. And by the time the Thoth hit the ground, I killed his ass. See, like, mm-hmm. it, that's exactly oh. why you F7. Even if yep. that you have been bullied all game. Like, like your ability to turtle in Season 5 is it's the best that it has ever been. Like, I yep. can't tell you how many games just this season alone that I have been able to come back through some, like, decent turtle strats with, obviously, like, what you were saying, like, with uh, vision and all that. But, like, if you can just, if you kill the right people first... It'll cause the other people to come in. You kill them. You just rush down the lane. There's no better feeling in Smite than that right there. After getting your ass handed to you for 40 minutes and then winning like that. Oh, that, that's the dream, mm-hmm. man. That's, that's exactly great, why you play Smite. Just, we're all running down mid lane. So th- three of them go. Guys, like, I got to go take care of the minions that are at right Phoenix because it was a huge wave of them. Mm. And I'm I finished off the last couple minions that were scraggling in around the Titan. And they're all like, what do we do? I'm like, just just go for it. Like, I don't know if we can get down there in time. I'm like, it just doesn't matter. You gotta go. do it. You gotta do it. Cause <laughs> oh my god, yes. And guys like, should I should I defend those like like yes, you have to kill those minions. And and mm-hmm. he's like, Oh, I got teleport. Put a ward up there, put a ward up there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm going down center lane clearing minions and, and they're clearing Phoenix. I get up to the Phoenix. I'm like, oh God, I can't even run past. I still get to hit this thing once or twice. And they're like, I don't know. We should fall back. They're, they're coming up. I'm like, no. No. I can in. tank this. And we <laughs> went in. And I didn't even actually get the tank if someone hit it before me. <laughs> but I went up in my alt when they were all coming in. I had an extra, you know, had my double out there doing the dirty work. Came down, landed, and with the killing blow, I plopped my two out and circled, killed the Osiris, killed the Titan, and that was game. It was just phenomenal. It was so awesome. That feeling right there. Upgraded teleport for the win. Yeah, that's exactly why you play Smite is for that feeling right there. Like, those back and forths mean everything, and you get so many of those nowadays. Yeah, we were were hype. We all erupted. We've gotten pretty good at the... uh, defending titan after getting our shit pushed in for the entire game because uh we're getting better at it but man we've been especially the last month we're really bad in the mid game it's a group <laughs> yeah, we're getting better at it though we're getting that. a lot better yeah our, i'm our, like our, our shot caller and jungler so i i see a lot of what's going on because i'm the one paying attention the most to everybody and yeah we're we're getting a lot better yeah, it seems yeah, to be it, for this meta that we're currently in that mid game is possibly far more important than early game because I've I've seen so many flops. Like even if like uh like they're doing really really well. Like today I had a, a game on stream where for like the first 25 minutes these like the enemy team were they were just doing everything perfectly. They were rotating for objectives, they were taking down towers, they were invading our jungle, they were rotating as like three and four man groups. They so just like at every turn like they were just like beating us. And then there's a point yeah. at like 18 to 20 minutes in, which is solidly into the into the mid game, that we started getting kills. We started like slowly taking back the jungle, slowly taking these objectives, and like just grouping up. And it just like it turns at mid game nowadays. So if you can if you can withstand yeah. the pressure and the agitation of a really shitty early game, you can change things around in mid game. 
I've been playing a lot of Kumbakarna support lately. We've actually kind of locked in our roles a little bit more because basically what happened, Smitten, is we were okay. We're, we're you know decent players at the game, but recently we've been playing more and more Conquest and getting better at it. Yay! So we've been going up, you know, Smite's been like, oh, you're getting better at this game. Why'd you play against these guys now? And it's like, oh shit, these guys are really good. Yeah. And um, so we've had to learn the hard way and, you know, basically been humiliated a little bit. But the other day, just like you're saying, the early game is just not as important. I was, I'm pretty sure I was Kumba. I forget which match it was, but they they had a Baron support on the other side. Oh, I love Baron. And, yeah, <laughs> me too. But he went with his we one. We have to stop first. the podcast, guys. No, no, we don't. Oh, okay. We're okay. But she yeah. <laughs> Why, like are those fighting too. words? <laughs> no. Apparently, I, you can. I, I really <laughs> like Baron. Um, I actually think I really enjoy that he's so versatile, and part of that's the current season and meta and part of that yes versatility specifically his his kit that i have some withstanding issues 11 nerfs in with his kit though so we'll see like yeah i I love him so much he he took his one first i'm like you know i've been playing a lot of baron support and i've been going with the two first because i think it helps gives a much better sustain in the lane definitely they went for that that aggressive start i'm like you know that that's a, a good path that you can go to and they pushed us back to tower, but they couldn't they couldn't take advantage of it because they pushed us back to tower and we're just, you know, don't matter. We can fight under tower and still get get all the minion kills and, and you know, not really lose at this. And I know exactly what's going to happen. They're getting greedy and want to get our purple. And I'm like, damn, uh, you should be heading over towards red guy. You paying attention to? Yep. They went for our purple. We four manned them. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, 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 go ahead, get greedy. <laughs> Baron probably getting his one yeah, so probably that- had more to do with like their their wave clear. Like, I could see like justifying getting Baron's one if you're support Baron, if you're like, mm-hmm. uh, if your ADC doesn't have great clear early, like Chiron, yeah. like you would definitely want to get your one instead of your two if you're laning with Chiron, who yeah, and, and I hope does gets depend. a buff. Like, I wish, I really wish I could. I remember which game it was. I've played so many Kumba Karnas lately. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> they're all they're all blended the together. Like, yes. <laughs> which, um, you know, I'm just going to say, you know, to round out my my viewpoints of the week. Love Baron support. Been playing some Soul. Uh, well, mo- mostly Soul carry. Just one thing. I had the best accidental alt ever. I went to hit my three to get the hell out of dodge. And accidentally hit my triangle and dropped all eight shots of my alt on the enemy Alpwash behind the tower who was attacking people that were on the other side. And I killed him. I'm just like, oh, that was the best accident <laughs> I've done in Smite. <laughs> you fat fingered your old and it came out successful, dude. I love that. Yeah. I, I It was F-F's a fat finger moment. And I'm just like, what? I like, because I see my alt go off. I'm like, oh, hell. I'm like, oh, that's a good thing. Hell yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh I I I I gotta throw this out. Hats off to the Chiron that I was uh was our one random the other day. And he was the carry and I I'm I'm support. And I, I'm a very aggressive Kumba. And there's a point where I, I kinda get this they're about that right amount of health that if I root them, alt them, or no, if I yawn them, alt them, hit them with my root, and then I turn and can kinda like there you go, Carrie. It's all yours moments. Mm-hmm. Now, normally I'm with the team and I'm communicating. I'm setting them up or something like that, or they played with me enough to know that. This Chiron, 
I forgot that he was random, and I'm just like, oh, Tara's at half health. Yawn, alt, root, and as soon as she landed, my root hit, and all as I see is the Chiron alt arrows coming through me. I'm just like, this guy is God. <laughs> I was so happy. Just oh, yeah. to, and it was great, because so often you get the randoms that are just not on the same page as you. Yeah, especially when you're used to playing with people and communicating with people you know, over chat, you know, right. or, or voice comms, comms I should yeah. say. And it was just awesome to have someone there that was competent, that was just like, I know how to play this game. I already see your play style and I'm already with you. And it was just hats off to him. Hats off to him. But uh, who else got some important notes here? I know there was some other games that wanted to be talked about here. Oh, I got anybody, anybody? I'll oh. take this one up. So uh, new, new, uh, Patch finally loaded up on console last night, or on PlayStation. I should say console, because I think Xbox is still waiting on it. But uh, and then the Erlong bus came through. Now, we had read the patch notes last week and could have sworn they said it was losing the Erlong Shen's dog was losing the 15% damage. It was just yeah. doing the, the 2% health shred. Apparently not. Either we misread it, they mislabeled it, something it didn't get changed. Don't know. But I was Amy in solo against this Erlong, and I'm like, all right, not too bad. I got my heal and my shield for I use for clear, so should be fairly good to, you know, at least sustain with him. I'm not looking to bully him out because with the items right now, it's hard to do against an Erlong. But I have a good character to at least, you know, maintain a, a level equivalency. He was two shotting <laughs> me, like right out the gate. And Jesus. everyone was like, there's like a third number. Dan came over as Mercury, got three shot to death. He's like, there's three numbers popping up. And we went and checked and we were messing with it in the jungle. Be warned, he's doing 15% basic attack damage with, on his dog as well as the shred. Um, which oh means God. if an Erlong goes jungle. The, uh, there, and uh, there's been, that's, dude, there's been an Erlong in every single one of my games today, too. Not that I'm thinking that's about why. it. There's, yeah. Okay, He's, that must be what people are talking about. Like, they're exploiting the Erlong bug. Oh, God. So, mm -hmm. Super yeah, strong so, right now with that. Yeah, if, if an Erlong goes jungle, goes kins early, while it's not necessarily effective, goes kins earlier instead of towards the end for a jungle, um, his doggo is with the um, kin size is doing 6% of your health every basic. Oh, my God. So, in 10 basics. Or five seconds late game, you're losing 60% of your health off the top before anything else is calculated. Oh, yeah, we it's were playing with that terrifying. in the arena last night, just in a, you know, a, a custom practice match. Custom match, yeah. Yep. And I'm, I'm like, he's like, just build like you would solo lane, because I, I came in as chalk. So I built, you know, full build solo lane, you know, some, you know, some physical defenses, a little bit of magical and a little bit of. You know, my offense, a typical thing that I would end up with at the end of a game is chalk. Right. And I stood there and just let him attack. Literally, my health bar just went zoop gone. Oh. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm like, okay. And then we're like, let's fight. And with that build, I couldn't do shit to him. I couldn't do shit to him. And then I went back and I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm just going to go offense and, and try that route. And, you know, get rid of the magic defense, you know, like, because, right. you know, I'm not, not typical build at this point, you know, I'm just fighting him. Right. And it took everything I had and me with, dropping with, abilities. With, that, with the build <laughs> designed just to go after him. Yep. Oh. And me dropping abilities him. made a big difference. Yeah. Can we just well, like, we should petition Hyra's to just like take him <laughs> off 
the like make him unplayable until they fix that because it really is like it was but, extremely frustrating. I mean, we yeah, won against him earlier today, but I don't I know if it's a bug. It's gotta be. Yeah, yeah. it's we gotta think be. It's intentional at this point. I mean, because it's in the it's in the they even put the out ability description today, and it's not fixed. Yeah, I mean, it's in the ability description. I mean, yeah. I thought they were losing the damage and the item proc and giving him that percentage, which is already we were already concerned about. I mean, two percent right out the gate. Every time, right? And Erlong attacks really fast to be. Yeah, he's got with, really with mink. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that game didn't go well. I'm just like, guys, we just something's up. We just can't, and we we have we surrendered that one. There was just, but I've been a little bit of a Monterosu kick. Uh, learning her a little better. Fun, Bologna. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the foxy skin. Uh, it's my first we, cosplay. Oh, nice. I got a couple I'm working on, but oh, whole yeah. different story. But uh, I, I try to take <laughs> I try to take Vomin whenever I feel squirrely. Uh, I think Vomin's still very underrated because he can build. Oh yeah, Vomana is kind of like into... dude. He's great. I played him in a uh, in uh, I I run old school Ariams on my on my stream sometimes, and uh, yep. I I rolled into him one time, and I was like, oh my god, I'm actually like I'm doing work, man. Vomana is annoying. Yeah. And Every time I play him, I end up with top damage, top mitigated. He is an annoying little prick. He is. <laughs> and right now with Berserker Shield out, uh, oh, what I've been messing no. around with him in solo lane is. <laughs> well, in solo lane, your phone going off doesn't help, I promise. <laughs> I, dude, I wonder. Wow. 24 I, episodes, and now we're going to learn to silence our phones. <laughs> Berserk, bers- so Even Berserker Shield. Silence. Come on, Yugi. <laughs> Berserker shield All on right. Vimana. My brain's exploding. Nope. I've got you beat. Um, <laughs> you, you you take... You start with uh, Blessing. Um, I've been messing around with attack, with attack or Hunter's Blessing, but still typically you're looking at Warrior's Warrior. Blessing yeah. or going straight into uh, Berserker shield. But you take Berserker shield, Boots, and then um, Gladiator's shield. Because you're getting that 10% cooldown you're fairly efficient. You don't have any necessarily have any cleaves for the Berserker Shield, but between the two, it really alleviates his mana problem. It gives you pretty decent defense for a total of forty what two forty four hundred or twenty four hundred gold. You're getting so for twenty four hundred gold you get both Berserkers and thirty four hundred. Yeah. Thirty four hundred, yeah. You get both Berserkers and Void Shield. Which gives you a lot of power early on with his passive. Right. It can let you get very aggressive, especially if the jungle is also physical. Man. You just Dude, walk at people. I really, I, we haven't really seen Vimana like pop up in the meta in quite some time. Like he's been picked up like randomly here and there, but never like consistently. So I wonder like there's got to be like, because like, he's got to, there's a way to make him viable. I just think it's it's like a build issue. I think like you have to itemize against like his certain deficits. Like his mana cost is just ugh, and he's got these long ass cooldowns. Ugh. Yeah, the cooldown. I got cool him downs. in uh, assault a few weeks back, and I'm like, all right, Vamana in assault, not too bad. See the enemy team all magic. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah, maybe I'll interesting... start thinking about that. I mean, he benefits from shoguns as well it's it's very weird his passive makes him hard to build into currently because there's so much damage coming out of magical right but it, he's been fun been winning and losing with it but uh mm. oh, he's he's such a, he's such a news he sticks so well to people 
and he could absorb so much if you ult and and they're not you know using any anti heal on you really or not doing much about it. You can you can really help absorb a lot of incoming damage for your team. And you know we haven't really seen uh you know now that I'm thinking about it like we haven't really seen much Vamana since Frost Alice. Uh, like first came <laughs> yep. out. That's whenever Vamana got like super popular after that because he really benefited off and, of that. And I will I will argue Frostbound uh against Hasten Hasten Katana any day. Hasten Katana is stupid on him. I mean, if you, you can go Hasten, Berserkers, and Shoguns and then build the rest of your defensive normally and and just run people down. With even yeah. without Frostbound. But if I'm going yeah. with like a jungle build for him, I'll I'll typically take you know Hasten Katana and Frostbound since I'm not looking really looking for those defenses and the uh, capacity to stick to nearly an entire team because you can just run through one person, get a few bops, let your carries come through and do their damage, and you're looking at the next person in line and just take your turn going through and slowing people down. Nice. Yeah, Yuki's our resident thinker. Ooh, <laughs> so he's he's, <laughs> he's your resident theory crafter. I like it. I used to. On stream, I did um, I called him. I called the sessions uh meta, the meta buster builds, and I would go through and take you know one god, and we would very like in depth go over uh their kit, looking at exactly what the kit does, what type of CC it offers, the damage scaling, the um the um uh the ma- the magical power, physical power scaling, looking at you know uh cooldowns. Mana usage, everything. We just looked at every line of text, broke that down, and then kind of like would would go into a thing where we would discuss, you know, well, what do we know about, say, you know, Jean Quay? Like, what what do we know about him? Like, he's got strong clear. He's got a bunch of AOE damage, but he's, you know, and he's like, got no skins, right? Right, he's, and he's got, got no skins. Skin. So, like, we would talk about like their deficits and their benefits, and then I would go through and read every single item. And think, try to you know incorporate that. Be like, well, what what do I think would happen on Jonquay with this item? And then I would kind of like put together a build and and run with it. Like it was so much fun. Like I miss doing that. So it's like, go ahead. No, you got. No, you go ahead. No, you first. <laughs> I, I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm just rambling. <laughs> and that that plays into. Uh, you know, take the time to think about characters, especially if you play on a team. Dirtnap's dad loves playing Kuma. Uh, Beagle usually plays Carrie, and she likes Artemis. Oh. Kuma helps keep Artemis safe. Artemis is passive after the not, uh, change off of crit to percent damage on CC. No, yeah. Um, I I played with Dirtnap's dad in the carry lane. I played Artemis, mm-hmm. and he would he would mez somebody, and I would oh. Not directly on them, okay. so the pig doesn't instantly. So the pig doesn't instantly charge them like it would if they were in that front cone. Yeah, I would fire the pig off to the side, hit the the mezzed enemy with an auto to break Dirtnap's dad's CC. The pig hits, and you, then you time your slow. I mean, you can you can chain with Kumba and Artemis. You can CC chain for about eight seconds mid game. Oh my god. Applying applying her her passive percentage damage or percentage gain on top of it. It it's things like that that I think people if you play a role a lot like you, you, it's worth it to to think about interactions with with especially in the dual lane where you we have a support and if they exactly. are picking that support play it differently. In that in that situation I took Jotuns on Artemis 
furthermore consistent and lower cooldowns to keep playing into that Kumba just to keep the CC up. What I was losing in attack speed or damage, I was gaining through her passive. Right. That's really cool. It's really cool, like, being able to do that. Like, this is the first time in Smite's history, and I can say this with 100% certainty, that we see such variety in builds and in uh, team compositions. And, like, it's like, this is the most flexible variety, like, season yet. And it's, I love it. I love how different each game feels. Speaking of that, speaking of that, Dan, (laughs) why don't you regale us? With your Kumba mid strategy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So the one night I was playing with Dicey Victory, who's our one of our highest ELO members uh, that we play with all the time. And he, I always teased him that I was going to take Kumba mid. And um, I ended up going against Azus as Kumba mid. And I started the match off 5-0 and versus that Zeus. That poor, oh poor God. man has never gotten hit in the face with so many minions <laughs> in his life. <laughs> and you're building damage, too, and he's so squishy. Yep. And then, when, so and then whenever you die, just, he's got to hit you for a long time. Oh, my God. That's perfect. Right. I, literally, I would just walk up. He would throw his shield down. I would yawn. His detonate charges would go away. I'd wake him up. I'd ult him up in the air. He'd come oh down God. with like no health, and then I just hit him with the the root, and he'd be dead. Oh my and God! So, oh my God! It got to the point where their Kuma, who was their support, had to sit in mid lane and yawn me off because every time I came in, <laughs> Zeus died. Oh my God! I think God. the highlight of that game, though, for Dicey was, oh my God. There's there's two Kumbas and they're passive in the middle of the map. I don't know what to do. <laughs> he was like, what do I do? Do I body block or kill the other one? I don't know what to do. Always uh, kill That it. was a really fun game. It was that was just great because you both like you both went down at the same time. It was just like bam bam. Two, two Kumbas taking a nap mid-game. Like literally right beside each other. Just two of the same skin Kumbas. <laughs> it, it was toe toe to toe. <laughs> you were like tickling each other's feet. <laughs> we were playing little footsies. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you're taking naps together. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a oh really gosh. fun game. Oh man. What other crazy games you had this week? I know you had the Erlong Jungle. I told you to take it. Okay, I've had so many good games recently, and I've had so many cool things happen this week. Uh, the one game I want to talk about is uh, I played as... I almost feel bad. I almost feel bad. But I played Damn. the Morrigan Jungle, and uh, my buddy Yuri went Loki solo. And, oh, um, I remember that. <laughs> Guy was always saying how much he hated fighting Lokis, and you know we're all like, "Yeah, I hate Loki." And guys, like, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. If I was good at Loki, I would play Loki all the damn time. Just pop out of the jungle, one shot somebody, and walk away giggling my ass off. And I'm like, yep. "Guy, I am a diamond Loki. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I could do it if I wanted to. I just kind of feel bad." And so Yuri had this brilliant <laughs> idea where he's like, "Well, Dan, you won't feel as bad if you're just..." the morrigan you know and i was like okay (laughs) so i went 10 2 and 11 that game and i think eight out of my 10 kills were loki alts it was just hilarious loki is really annoying in conquest man people would get half health under tower and i would just invis alt invis alt dead walk away (laughs) 
Oh, it was so much fun. And I had Boomba's mask, so I was just flying all over the place. Like he's terrible oh, but whenever it, was, it comes it to great. like objectives. Like he's he's not he's not like you you don't do that with Loki. You know what I mean? But like his he effectively takes out at least one uh of the damage dealers late game, which is massive, and his ability to split push mm-hmm. without any sort of repercussions. You know what I mean? Because oh like and when <laughs> when and when a Loki starts split pushing, that's all he's gonna do until all of your shit is gone. So if you ever see a Loki <laughs> yep. split pushing, you go, you hammer his ass with five people. Five people is so, the only so, way to get him to stop. Speaking of another one of Dan's highlights of this week. Speaking of another highlight oh, of God. the week. Oh, God. Oh, God. Guy convinced me to play Loki, and I think I killed 10 Phoenixes by myself that match. Oh, my God. They, they were kicking our ass. But we had a Loki that would split push, and they just d- didn't collapse on him. They just every did it. time they did sent you take a shower afterwards, and it was their it was their twelve star Scotty, and I just okay, you got twelve stars, but I can press four, and you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you take a shower after that game, and did you feel dirty? Because I would need to shower profusely. I, I felt, yeah, like I felt like I needed a couple showers. Honestly, <laughs> oh, God, but, uh, it was so much fun. It was so much. You're, fun. you're the so Loki that I hate. I would walk the through team fights invisible, team, just giggling, too. and then I would kill their carry, and then go just kill another tower. <laughs> it's it's really I'm so annoying. Proud of myself for being bad at Loki. He's the uh, most effective split okay. pusher right now because that decoy still, you know, um, it doesn't, you know, remove uh, protections or anything from the tower, but like it's still super, super effective for split pushing. Sh- that is annoying having to deal with because right, nobody else can, can split push as as effectively as he can. You could just decoy from the jungle, and they're like, "Why are our waves so pushed up?" <laughs> yep. Yep. Did uh, we win that game? Oh yeah, we yes. won that game. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I thought so, but I was yeah. Impressive. What, what yeah, did you think? I, I, they didn't have any phoenixes, game. never. Like, your <laughs> team could be feeding. Your team could be feeding their brains out. But if you are just out there split pushing <laughs> and just taking out, like, one person at a time, it, like, Loki just chips away at an entire game. He just keeps chipping and chipping and chipping. If, if he doesn't kind of, yeah. like, reined in or brought under control, he's you're gonna they're going to win the game. Yeah, and then I remember closer to the YouTube end of the game, closer to the end of the game, they started sending like three people after me and I would get a double kill. And then the rest of my team would have already killed the other two. Exactly. And pushing up the opposite end of the map. And I'm like, yes, go, my lovelies, go. Especially if yeah. you've got like it, a it's very- It's really unfortunate because on console, I mean, without the ability of mouse movement in the the keyboard getting your relics off fast enough or turning around fast enough. I mean, he's however effective he is on PC. He's easily twice as effective on console. Oh, oh Lord. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it that poor console players. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a different beast for us. There's things that, you know, that for PC players, we'll talk about being a tough thing. And you're like, what? Sky. It's just like, like, yeah, Scotty. Oh. Dog. oh my God. I <laughs> hate Scotty dog. Cause I don't know when the, the the sound effect is not loud enough for me to know that it actually went. The first thing I hear is the whistle. Oh, he's coming back now. Damn it. I had him on. Yeah. You know, but you know, any it, point and click ability PC, is like point that. click done. Yeah. yeah. All right. Scotty Dog, Capriol, Rommel. Oh, Rommel is literally impossible. Rommel It's not you, possible, but it, like the, being I, quick with it. Yes. I, I have like probably the best mechanics. I think on our team, and I think that's been admitted. Uh, and 
I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but I do think that. And I can't hit raw malts <laughs> consistently it. because, like, can't you push the stick a half inch and the raw malt just flies halfway to the, across the map <laughs> right? to max range. And you're like, oh what God. the hell? Yep. Man, I, I've yet um, to play Console Smite. I may end up doing that. Um, I'm going to my friend's house tomorrow and she plays Console Smite, so. There you go. I'm going to have to try it Probably. out. It's an interesting <laughs> challenge. Yeah, it is a little bit ridiculous because I know when I used to, when we listened to Defend Middle Lane, I asked the one guy that was a hunter man, I'm like, look, I need to work on my autos. Who should I play? And he's like, play Rom. I'm like, all right. So I'm playing Rom, and then I go up in this alt, and I'm like, oh, I got to change my sensitivity. Because I had really high sensitivities. And yeah. I had to pull back that stick's sensitivity way down to just to even be able to get it to a point where it only flies, you know, a quarter of the way across the map. <laughs> barely touching yeah. it. And it's just, you know, it's one of those things where you, you kind of, like... I'm wasting most of my time to line up three real quick shots right in this area. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, another really fun game I had was I had a game as Giannis, and everybody hates Giannis because he just runs you around in circles, <laughs> and nobody can do a damn thing about it. <laughs> it was so much fun. I can't Except tell you how back. many times I saw the enemy Loki all my the the behind the portal that I just went through like the poor oh, guy no. the poor guy I felt bad and I think Beagle has a great story from that oh game. my god yes <laughs> so at one point you said I was playing Car- or carry you were playing as soul, soul carry. right yeah yeah I don't remember like literally pretty much anything about the game because it was like so long ago or at least it feels like it was right and. I was in trouble, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna die here. And Dan goes, quick, go through the portal. I was like, what portal? Where? Oh, it's too late. I'm at 200 HP. Oh, I found it! And I ran right through it and made it just in time. And I was just like, what? What, what so just I, happened? So I kind of remember uh, what had happened. She had gotten taunted into tower, tier 2 tower, by Athena. And there was an Apollo and a Loki nearby. They started just destroying her and i was like oh shit <laughs> portal come come to me come to me and she's like in her three looking around like holy shit holy shit where's the portal where's the portal <laughs> and she made it through with like less than a bar of health and she was like oh my god dad i love you <laughs> and i just walked away like don't tell me i'm not the best <laughs> <laughs> dude i was just sitting there like oh my god i can't believe i just did that uh what Go ahead. What else you been up to this week, Beagle? Yeah, that's All what right. I was gonna say. Um, so there's like a there's actually a few good games that I've had recently. I've been playing a lot of Baron Somni, and I've been not only just playing him like in other game modes beside Conquest. I've been playing him in mid and solo because I've had to play solo for a couple times. And all I have to say is that. Sometimes it's really fun, and sometimes it's really not. <laughs> like, I mean, it's... Like, yesterday, I played a Conquest. We did win this game. It was me, Dan, Dad, Yuri, and Guy. I was Baron Solo, obviously, against a Kugelane, and I was just like, ugh, that means every time he rages, I'm gonna have to go sit in my tower and wait for him to be done. <laughs> Right. Throwing his but, little temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah, throws his little temper tantrum. I gotta wait, whatever. But, dude, oh my god, I ended up kicking his 
But, like, he was just... I died three times that game. I don't remember if it was he exactly He was just raging him, mad. But he, he had to have been. He had to have been. <laughs> I know that I, I was just doing super good. Who was their jungler? It was a, it was a Pele. I don't think we... I don't think I've ever seen her. And if I did, I kicked her butt too. I don't know. I My memory sucks. And I ended up going 7-3 and 15 that game. And it was just hilarious how I was just beating him. And, uh, oh crap, no. Why? It just left my head. No, 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 wait. There was a game where, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. So there was a game where I was playing, I'm pretty sure it was Baron mid, or not Baron mid, Baron solo. It might have been Bologna, hmm. but I think it was Baron. I'm pretty sure at least. Because I remember, um, they had a Bacasaur, a jungle, that's... I don't remember who I was going against. Was that when Dan was the Baka too? I I don't know. This was a while ago. But I remember uh they had a Baka. Oh wait. Oh, never mind. And at one point he tried to he ulted me and was trying to chase me to kill me, which this Baka was playing very well. So I was like running through tower. Oh my god, he's still chasing me. I turn around. He just and he's running out of tower, and he just dies. Oh, no. And I was like, wait, what? I, and I get the kill. I was like, wait, what? And it turns out that I killed him because he chased me through tower, and I think I ulted him, too. But, like, that was, like, when he was still, like, full HP. I ulted him to pull him into tower, I think. And then he started to chase me, and I ended up killing him. Right. Which was super hilarious. Like, and I remember that guy messaged me after the game, because we were talking about Beagles. Because he, he was like, oh, do you have a Beagle? Because my username. And I was like, no, I wish. He's like, oh, I have a Beagle. We were talking about that for a while. And I was like, dude, I, I wanted to tell him how hard I laughed when I killed him there, but I just, I just didn't. Aww. I didn't want to be that mean. Aw, you're such a sweetie. Like, I just, I was laughing so hard. I was like screaming. Because I think she was I might literally have... screaming. Yes, my ears still hurt. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> same <welcome>. way. <laughs> I can't find that game though. It that was. I think like... that was yesterday. Uh, I was just it? now looking. At no, it that actually. was not yesterday. That was not yesterday. Was... That was Wasn't that long ago. <laughs> it was yesterday. Was... <laughs> it was not yesterday. It was. So it was, yesterday. It 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 was... There's ago. no way. It yeah, was, was yesterday. I don't know when it was, but I don't it. No, it wasn't yesterday. This it was, was. It was yesterday. Okay. Uh, no. No, it was not because... Hang on. Stop. What are you doing? All right, all right. Hang all on, right. wait. I have the messages still, so maybe... <laughs> it was on Friday. Don't make her it get was, the receipts. Oh, God. So, <laughs> it was guy, Friday, so it was a while ago. Tell us about these Vulcan games. <laughs> Get, no, got, uh, let me help you, guy. He likes when I'm playing Kumba because I'm like, oh, what's this big circle in the ground? <sighs> Let's all stand here for a minute. Yep. Oh, it's beautiful. And I'm like, <laughs> it makes it so easy to rotate from mid lane. I'm like, oh, my ult's up. Which which way I'm going to go? Whose stun am I going to get this time? Is it going to be solo? Or... So, yeah, yeah, I've been playing a lot of mid. That's basically all I've been playing. I won't let you sound play it. So, so down about it. I mean, yeah. I played How many times? Nami mid last night, went 10-0. Oh, God, that's so we good. We had a double hunter, and it was, God, it was That, that wasn't intended, but worked no, out quite well. It worked out real well. 
Um, yeah, you know, same old. Just play a lot of mid. Uh, we've been playing real well as a team, I believe. We're starting to get our communication down a little bit better. Yeah, after yelling, having our yelling fit a little bit ago, and we're <laughs> like, all right, let's talk about this. What We're getting against these better players. What do we do? Are we going to continue to play and learn and get better? Or are we just going to con- you know, go for the have fun and you know let our ELO settle itself back down to where it was? And right. We all decided we wanted to get better, and we hashed it out in the Discord uh, in the leader chat and <laughs> came back in and started playing, and it was like night and day. It's like, all right, I don't care if they're better than us. Let's, let's have at it. Yeah, and that's where the yep. role settling really helped. I believe that's yeah. what I think. The role settling has really helped a lot because it helps everybody settle into where they're supposed to be. You kind of can know all the time where you should be. And Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm pretty uncomfortable outside the jungle. I always feel like I'm like way overwhelmed. Like, I don't know what I should be doing right now. I feel like I should be <laughs> on my speed buff, damn it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you should be rotating. Howdy, folks. Dirt map support here. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's working out, especially because um, all of us support, all of us have like your per whatever role we're playing. We have our the common picks, but like especially me, I love Athena. I'll, I would I'll play Athena carry. I don't give a shit. But having her in solo, uh, Dan's been working with Chernobog for jungle, um, which the clear is a little slow. But in the beginning, the team, yeah. But the team rotational capacity not being tied down to the duo lane means that either of us can show up at either lane and we're getting better about, you know, that kind of thing. But we're also getting really good at unconventional picks in those roles, which can bring a lot of dynamic and make it hard for the enemy team to play into it because they're not used to seeing. Exactly. Not necessarily in a Yeah, in a especially when uh, I'm playing a soul carry, Dicey's playing a Hercules support, and, huh. and Yuki's playing an Athena solo. You know, the, their solo lane's running over there with physical defense and it's like, oh shit. What's this? Yeah. <laughs> What's this bullshit? <laughs> Meanwhile, over in duo lane, people are flying all over the place, getting pushed around, slowed down, and having having Soul's Fury come flying upon them. Right. Yeah, I've been keeping an eye on all our ELO, and it's slowly everybody's ELO is going up. Everybody's in our little group. And, uh, yeah. The been a lot admittedly of fun. Very last, really, last week has been really a lot of fun, I think. Even the losses have been fun. We've been a, had a lot of great def- defenses. I'm kind of yeah, like I'll you. Keep... I personally don't like to surrender, so I'm always like that last guy to hit that surrender button. Nah, but, uh, That's me. Other than that, we've just <laughs> had a lot of fun lately. And like I said, our communication is getting a lot better. We've went to one shot caller, and that's the shot caller. And we try to fear away from mm-hmm. that. And that's helped a lot. So, uh, but that's about it. Don't really talk to talk about my games too much. Yeah, he he's our our humble player. Aww, oh, every, actually, every group I, needs one of those. That's, you guys have great group synergy, is what it sounds like. AKA, oh, yeah. he just forgets and doesn't <laughs> yeah, take notes. Much. Yeah, me, <laughs> me and Dan yell at each other. Even even he's like, "What'd you want me to do?" I'm like, "I didn't expect you to do anything. I'm still going to yell at you for not being here, jungle." <laughs> <laughs> I do actually have one more cool thing to say that I did forget. I actually uh, qualified for my ranked jousts finally and got placed plat three. Holy crap. That was just the game. I was just about to talk about that game last (laughs) night where we defended and we came back and won at joust. Gosh. Fuck, Dan. (laughs) Now you've put the pressure on me to make sure I finish out my joust uh, rank or qualies in a very good fashion. I I went eight and two. I don't think I've ever qualified in Joust ab- above silver. 
<laughs> I forget yeah, I what I am right now. I think I only have two losses. Because I, I was four two. and one, and then we played a couple. We did lose one. So I think I'm like maybe I think five, you're six, and, five two. and two or six and two. Yeah, yeah somewhere so. in there. Just let me give a shout out to my ranked Joust crew there, Dicey and Dirt Naps Dan. We've been killing it in there. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah, we've been doing hella good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still like Joust. I, I I come and go with that, that mode sometimes, but I, I've been... Yeah, let's, let's play some ranked Joust again. Yeah, I'm I'm having fun with that. Alright, we're going to do new Oz lore. We're going to go into her. Oh, yeah, you know, I, I think we've been chatting for a good little bit here <laughs> yeah. and having some fun, so yeah, let's get on to this week's session of progression, where we're going to be talking about Nuwa! Nuwa! Yuki, why don't you give us some lore? Alright, so this week we've got Nuwa's lore coming up here, and she's another one of those interesting ones. There's a couple of quirky points. Uh, she so shows up mostly in... The book we've talked about before, which is the Feng Shen Yan Yi, which is the big, you know, collection of Chinese mythology. Um, she she plays a couple of um, a couple of roles, but most of what you're going to notice is uh, her kit is very very lore reliant, um, even without with the new kit and so the original one she had. Um, but she the five gems that used to be part of her kit and now the ones that float around her hand and she throws out. Uh, were forged to help stabilize um, Earth and quell the fires because she comes in and the four pillars holding up the sky from the Earth had been destroyed. And the crazy shit is she's like, you know what's a good idea? You know what make good pillars? The legs of the world turtle. She cuts off the legs of the world turtle and uses them to restore balance and hold the heavens up. That poor turtle. <laughs> what did he ever do to her? <laughs> turtle turtle egg pillars. Um, and she serves, she serves as a mother goddess, which is where the clay soldiers come from. She creates life in the human race from clay, and she fires them, probably looking something in the lore about them being terracotta, as that was common uh, use back then. So, and that's really all that stands out for her. Uh, but she she plays a pretty integ- integral role as she was one of the first two humans, her and her, her first two beings, I should say. Her and her husband started, were the only two beings on Earth. Oh, so she's the Chinese Eve. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but she goes by a couple different names as uh, because in, in Chinese and in, in mythology, there's the name, and typically there is a like formal name or a heavenly name. Uh, so that's why coming up with, I'm, I'm trying not to cover too many of them, but that's pretty much her. All right. Well, there's your lore. Now do you have do it. Do 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 do. So I just like saying Feng Shen Yan Yi. Feng okay. Shen Yan Yi. I love Chinese enunciations, uh, pronunciations, and I don't even do the 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 different tones because there's three tones in Chinese language. The more you know, and knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. All right, good. We're just gonna start. Uh, I'm just gonna read through the abilities here real quick, and then we'll get into discussing them. So her passive is Strength of Wood. 
After five successful basic attacks, Nuwa's next basic attack will root enemies for a duration of 1.5 seconds. Her one is Mysterious Fog, so she condenses moisture into a fog at her location. Okay, you know, and it rolls forward, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, so while uh, she and allies are stealthed while inside the fog and have increased movement speed, attacking does break the stealth for one second. Enemies that run into the fog take damage and continue to take additional damage every second they are in. Damage scales from 50 to 150 plus 50% of your magical power. Damage per tick is 10 to 50 plus 10% of your magical power. Lifetime of 6 seconds and gives a movement speed bonus of 10%. Clay soldiers. Yep, y'all know it. She summons those rat bastards and sends them at you, right? They are rat bastards. She uh, conjures, uh, it scales from 1 to 3, with uh, 2 being the the medium from levels uh, 2 through 4 there. Uh, On that, soldier's health is 200 plus 20% of your maximum health. Hello, Tankwa. And uh, dash magical protection per stack. Uh, is 4 to 20. Basic attack damage is 20 to 60 per hit. Uh, so yeah, they, they do dash at, at enemies uh, once they get close to them there. Kind of skipping over that part. Shining Metal. Ooh, yeah, this is one that hurts. So, so Newall launches a massive Shining Metal, damaging all enemies it hits. If it hits one of her clay soldiers, oh yeah, it explodes, dealing damage and st- Stunning enemies. Damage scaling from 90 to 250 plus 75% of your magical power. The minion explode is 30 to 150 plus 25% of your magical power. And the minion stun duration is 1 up to 1.4 seconds. And then you got Hurl. Her fourth ability, Fire Shards. Nuwa flies up into the clouds, gaining visibility on all enemy gods. They were using that a lot on us last night to try to figure out where the hell we were in that match. We were running all over the place, getting the, the, the Gold Fury and, and the Fire Giant. Not not good enough to stop us, though. Uh, she summons Fire Shards from the sky to damage each one of them. And uh, as she lifts off the ground, she can pass through player-made deployables. Damage for this is 100 to 400, plus 30% of your magical power. On an assault note... It also, um, you know, if you wait a moment after you're done with your build, because you will fly off the the, the, the uh, fountain with this, you can see what your enemies are building. So if your tank's like, oh, I'm not sure what to build, well, give it a minute. Let me fly up and I'll tell you. So, Smitten. Yes. You're our expert here, I hear, on Nuwa. Yes. How, how, how do you how do you how do you play this chick? You know, like what 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 what's the ability build out? You know, all that all that fun shit. How do you combo? What's what's fun to build on her? Oh you my know? gosh! Okay, so you <laughs> I, you picked the perfect goddess for me because she's my absolute favorite. I've played her more this season than I have in uh, previous seasons, uh, mostly because of the item versatility. Um, but mostly, uh, I really enjoy like outplaying people with her in the sense that. Uh, Nuwa is very, very special that uh, if she gets tower dove, you know, she's got a real chance to escape, not just with that minion stun, not just with her ult, but the fog, man. I will rant on and on and on about her fog. It is the most fun, uh, <coughs> excuse me, it's the most fun juking ability in the game so far. I actually saw you that. today. Uh, you were 
fighting a Zeus in mid lane, and it was pretty close to level one, if not level two or three. Yep. And you fogged past him up the entire lane and went around through the jungle on his side to go back. Exactly. I mean, because they getting hit. Exactly, and they they expect you to you know never if here's like my number one tip for like fog juking: never stay in the middle. Like they'll they yeah. they're gonna be looking for you in the middle. So you need to yeah. utilize the fact that you can run around. Like I've been playing Discordia lately, but I don't like her nearly as much. Um, as far as her hairball. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm getting over being sick. Oh, it's so terrible. Um, but like you can't really juke around in uh Discordia's invisibility, right? You just kind of you have to stay there, um, and you're planted in the middle of it, and you know, yeah, you're, like it's you're, such a it tiny move, radius, but, yeah. and it doesn't move. So you're obviously right there, but Nuwa's <laughs> fog, man. If you if you slip, um, there's like certain um corners in the jungle that you just start the fog off, and then you kind of run into it, and you kind of like uh make your way around the edges of of the walls and everything. Like it, there's just so much uh potential for escape there and sneaking up on people. Yeah, it's great. I actually did that the other day. I was playing her, and I don't play a lot of her, but I was trying to escape into the jungle, and I threw my fog, and I, and I went in. I'm like. Well, shit, now it's on the other side of this wall. Oh, high five. And yep. off I went, and they weren't able to catch me. Exactly. That's always, that's always the funniest thing. You said it about Discordia. I love seeing Discordia jumping in their invisibility, and they're like, they just sit there. I'm like, I know you're there. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> she has to be there in order to survive, you know, because she gets the uh, the CDR the longer yeah. that she's in that. So you you know, guaranteed ten times out of ten, she's staying in there unless you see her physically walk out of it. So it's it's not nearly as fun as Nuwa's fog, but Nuwa is just yeah. uh, with Nuwa's being bigger and mobile, you can also bait out abilities because people are like, oh, I know she's in there, so I'm going to attack it. But if you're just floating around the edge, you can be like, whoop, oh, I'm out, and you attack the ability, so I'm nowhere near it now. And exactly. I did that in an arena the other day. It was great. They released mm-hmm. so many abilities just on. Me initiating with the fog, and it's like, all right, guys, we're ready. Let's go. Whenever I'm playing Nuwa mid, do you know what my favorite enemy jungler to go against is? Fenrir. Who? Fenrir. <laughs> Fenrir. Like he can. He okay. A good Fenrir will know that against Nuwa, you need to have your runes up and use your one to stun her out of her fog. Like, like good Fenrirs will know that. But uh, outside of that, when he tries to brutalize you, if you just lay your fog down. He hits your uh, he hits the brutalize once and then it cancels off because you become invisible. Yep. Um. You you there's also huge outplayability. Um. Whenever like in your fog as Finner's chasing you around in his ult, right? Because he's looking to like try to scoop you up, and you know he's being slowed uh, movement wise because he's trying to bite you. So you can just dance around in that little fog. I can't tell you how many times I've just giggled my ass off on stream, just outplaying <laughs> the shit out of Finner's trying to kill me desperately. So. How do you how do you do her initial build out uh, on a conquest? You know, as far as abilities, at which path do you like to go down the most for abilities start with, or for yeah, items? Which which one do you which what which ability do you start with? And always your you three. Always your three. Um, mm-hmm. here's the first five levels. I level my three first. At level two, I level the fog. At level three, I get um her clay minion. Level four, you get the second clay minion. Level five, you get the alt. And from then on out, you're going to prioritize your three. Um, always level up your ult when it's available, obviously, but uh, you're going to prioritize your three, then your your one, and then you're, you'll finish out with your minions. Awesome. Yeah. It's it's the most effective currently. 
I seen some uh, interesting item pickups on on your new uh, today. Going with the Doom Orb. I don't Doom- see that often, dude. Doom Orb. Honestly, okay. I I've been. I love mid lane so much. I love the mages and smite. They're so much fun to play. They're so different from each other. But like Doom Orb is the number one underrated mage item this season, and I don't know why people aren't picking it up more often. It's seventeen hundred gold for seventy power. Regardless of what the item does outside of that, the fact that you can get 70 power as a mage for 1700 gold, you get that You get that by like 8 minutes. If you're smart and you're farming effectively, you can finish boots and do more by 8 minutes, man. And that's 70 power. That's a huge power spike. Anyways, I love do more so much. And you get much. speed with that, too, Exactly. Right? That's that's exactly why I get it. Because, um, you know new, what? Because S- her speed, fog especially makes- on console, means you're wiggling better. And yeah, they're not hitting you so much. Yeah, and like, um, I love it. I love the extra speed because sometimes, like, it feels like you know, because she floats like the gods that float instead of walk. It feels like it's taking it forever mm-hmm. to get like anywhere. Zeus floats through molasses mm-hmm. yes. to get anywhere. Yes, yes. or Thoth, like even he's floating, but he's walking super slow. It just it freaks my brain out. So like, I really, <laughs> I really enjoy like the the movement speed boost off of that, especially if I'm like trying to juke myself out of it. You know, getting murdered. So, like, having that extra little bit of uh, of speed is great. The the mana MP5 on it, it's just, it's a beautiful, beautiful item, and I, I really would like to see more mid laners pick that up. But, um, yeah, normally I go, um, you start off with Mage's uh, Blessing, and then Tier 1 of Doom Orb, right? I, f- I forget the, the actual name of the Tier 1. It doesn't really matter, but you're going to be building Tiny that into Doom Orb. Yeah. No, I think Tiny Trinket is uh, for the Lifesteal Tree. Yeah. But, regardless... Yeah. Um, you, right after you do that, you go back, you buy pin boots, then you, uh, finish out Doom Orb. Um, I've been going into Soul Gym because Soul Gym is still, like, it got nerfed a whole bunch, you know, just, uh, not too long ago, like a couple months ago, but it's still really, really fun and it's a lifesaver in certain situations. Um, after Soul Gym, you pick up Spear of Deso. After Spear of Deso, Soul Reaver, and after that, you know, it's it's really just pick a litter, whatever you want. You could, you could do something crazy like Shaman's Ring. Shaman's Ring is really, really fun to round <laughs> out the build with. Um, you could do Rod to Hootie, obviously, Chronos Pennant, if you want to, you know, have a little bit more CDR. But, I mean, just most importantly with Nua, like early game, you're just trying to manage your mana. I, I'm the spammiest mage <laughs> that I know. Like, every time I have an ability up, I'm like, where where's something I can hit? There's something around you here that see I can me use play this on. Google Con. Exactly. Oh, my dash is up. I'm using it. Exactly. I didn't need to use my dash, but it was up. I need to use it. It was yeah. It was off cooldown. Shaman's Ring. I love Shaman's Ring. Yeah, Shaman's Ring is great. It really, really is. I'm. I really like what they've done with that item. It's. It's so much better than it has been in the previous seasons. And you get the extra ten percent damage also on it. So it's. I love it. So minion stun hurts. <laughs> yeah. Arguably, yeah, like people underestimate. People underestimate. They're like, oh, I'll just sit here and auto the minion. The minion dashes, and then you explode him with that protection shred. And it's just like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see you next next yeah. time you're up. But the unfortunate- So much damage. The unfortunate- you after oh. your embarrassing run back, buddy. <laughs> yeah. The unfortunate part about Nua is that she'll never- like, I've been to like a whole bunch of different pros, like streams, being like, play Nua, play with Nua, you know? Because like, I love like <laughs> watching people with better, you know, with better skill than I, you know, just absolutely demolish with her. But like, She's she's very predictable in the sense like she uses her minions and there's like a li- there's like at least like half a second to a full second before you actually get stunned. Sometimes the minions get a little wonky and you know like mm-hmm. they added the targeter and everything like that and that's great, but it's still not like 
to the point where it's not exploitable. You know what I mean? Like, there's been so many times yeah, where. Eva. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but there's been so many times where, um, you go to do the mini explosion. And it literally looks like it's going to hit. Like you're threading that uh, your your shining metal into the the two minions, and you know in your brain you're like that's gonna hit, and it and it doesn't. Somehow it like it passes underneath the elbow of the minion. I don't know exactly what's going on there, like <laughs> the interaction, but it's just it's still a little wonky, which is unfortunate because like I feel like she could be absolutely meta, but there's just a couple of things about her that are really frustrating. Yeah. We, we've talked a lot, because I like Nua, and I like playing her in different roles. Uh, we've talked a lot about, like, small changes to the kit that would really help her, or things we think would be great. Like, her root, um, I mean, basically her passive is ignored. I don't think anybody cares. Nope. Uh, but if if it was hit five, or hit your five autos, next one that hits an enemy player, instead of it just, if you, if you just auto, it's gone, yep. I think. I mean, because she used to, I mean, she used to with her original kit, the auto attacks and the the craziness. But uh, yeah, the menu mechanic thing is weird. I th- I kind of wish her fog would speed up. Yes, um, yes, I mean, yes, that's I my mean, number you- one. I bitch about this all the time on my stream. Because like it, the, the actual cloud gives your character a movement speed boost, but it does not increase the movement speed of the fog in order to compensate for the boost. Like it's, it's yep. the most infuriating thing. Ugh. Yeah. It needs to be like a duration. I mean, it could be something like leave, leave it. It could even be kind of a mix between like Scotty ice and Hebro or Hebo's what? Second old, the, car- the carpet, the carpet. Yeah. yeah. The second old. Yep. Yeah. Um, like, so if you step, if you go into the fog, you get, let's say it's something short, two or three seconds of the movement speed, but you can keep dipping back in. To regain that movement speed, the abilities down. Right. I mean, some something more. I know whenever you... I'm playing assault and I'm running out with the fog and I get to the edge of it, I'm like, should I stay in it? Like, like moving faster. Like, oh, damn it! I just gotta run. One thing yeah, Dad really wants to know: Can you play her in support? Because he's been talking about it for like two or three days now. I know there... with this whole playing Baron support, I'm like, you know, I bet New Walk could do this. There is a uh, build. She commits two abilities to her CC though. There's literally yeah, a see, build I... that gives you three thousand fifty HP, which makes your yep. minions absolutely unkillable. That yep. that that could definitely work out. I mean, she's got that root passive, and since you're not really concerned as as a support, you're not really concerned with clearing wave, right? That's that's up to your ADC. So theoretically, you could hold on to your root for as long as you need until you're yeah, ready to go so in for a kill. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. You got the root passive. If you're cautious with it, you know you're not just throwing it wantonly on minions. The minions themselves are a CC, right? You know, you don't have to expose oh, them. I mean, the 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 combo, yes, is obviously a CC. But just getting those minions out there creates Body a zone of control. Autos. Right. Body but blocking autos, grouping minions up. You, know, you could really like early poke. Okay, you know, you know, I think I would actually start off with my two at level one as support because I just want to get those those two bast that, that one bastard out there poking at you. Like, what the hell? Why is there a minion here now? We were just gonna jump dance and maybe, you know, get you vulnerable so we could shoot you a few times. Oh no, hell no, meet my little fucking minion. He's going to come over and whack on your ass. Right. You know, it's, 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 not com- it's, it's not bad. It's about. just, it's, if I, it, it almost pays off more in solo lane than as like a full support. Yeah. If you think about it, you can break down her kit and you can, you can extract like, uh, like support type, uh, uh features from each part 
of her kit. So her passive, obviously, we we're just talking about the root. Her one you can use for like escaping with your with your ADC if they're trying to run you down and they're poking you really hard. Like you can use that for an escape. It also gives you the speed boost. You can use her minions for bodying. You can use it for stunning. You can use it for tanking. You and then her ultimate. Uh, I think you can use for vision. So there's like there's a bunch of different pieces to Nua's kit that like. If you itemize her correctly and use her abilities correctly, I, f- I feel like she could be at least a very fun support. I think it'd be fun because imagine this. Nobody's in the lane. A random fog appears and five people pop out and kill you. I tried that I tried that strategy once, honestly. Like whenever Nuwa's, uh, um, whenever she got re-kitted, we tried doing that. I was like, I, my brain was just like exploding with like all these different ideas. I was like, what if, you know, we just did like a five man invade and I just have like the fog and oh my God, it was, it did not work out. Long story short, it didn't work out, but the idea is, is, is solid. Also just. Re- Thematically, it worked out. Exactly. It didn't work out. Exactly. <laughs> it looked cool, but failed miserably. I'm also yeah. pretty she- sure I'm the only person in the world to have ever missed a Nuwa ult. It's, I'm, I'm not even kidding. It's not a meme. It's not a joke. I literally missed a Nuwa ult. Uh, all right, let me explain real quick. So uh, I, I'm interested. It, yes, please I, do. Okay, here you go. This is how you miss a Nuwa ult tutorial right here on the Split Push Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so you wait till late game whenever everybody's fighting all the time and it's common to see multiple kills in a row. So you got like three, four people down on the enemy team. I was... Uh, um, it was a particularly difficult game, and I was really like, you know, I was I was tilting, I was tilting hard, and uh, I saw that my team uh, was going to kill the last guy on the map, and I ulted, and by the time that uh, the damage went off, he was already dead, so it did zero damage to nothing. I mean, it didn't hit anything. You didn't see the shards come down. It was just <laughs> I flew up in the sky, and it looked like a giant jackass floated back down <laughs> and my team just started and cried screaming. A little. <laughs> I did. I died Aww. on the inside. I was like, I just missed the new wall. My chat just like they <laughs> hammered me so hard for that. They still talk <laughs> about it till this day. Smitten, you missed new wall. Yeah, thanks guys. I know. So, you actually tap into something interesting that you can do as, as a new wall player in mid. And this is that getting the, you know, conquest where you're looking at small increments ahead make a big difference whether or not you get the kill or you do damage if you are channeling your ult and an enemy dies you get an assist yes 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 oh my god somebody who understands use your new so ult if, not for for killing for like stealing those kills just do it for the gold that, and experience that you get from assisting in the with damage you don't you don't even have to do damage you can see that they're like they're going if, if dan's like it's like, oh, this is a double kill. Just ult. Just, Just ult. ult towards your tower. They get the double kill while you're channeling, because he went over there and ganked duo lane. You just got two assists. Exactly. You got the golden XP from two assists. Exactly. Ooh. And that's how you can really get ahead. Like, like I said, did not know that. Yeah. Resident thinker <laughs> over here. There's, um, there's some- No one ever asked. Some of her <laughs> items that you build on her are kind of expensive, so like you really- yes. And, like, you're not nearly as fast as rot- rotating. You don't really have any sort of mobility as Nuwa. So yeah, your you fog need doesn't to- move fast enough. Exactly. To get, you, know, make it more you, need to, yeah. you need to utilize... Oh, I get to move fast for... Oh, I'm already out of it. Exactly. It. So, and unlike Scylla, who can just, you know, dash halfway across the lane in order to assist with a kill, 
Like, you have to compensate no, yeah, that, for that. Dash with halfway salt. across, pop into her alt, and fly over to where she needs to be. And <laughs> exactly. Kill them. Now I get another six seconds. So, yep. so utilize that all. Yeah. Underestimated things on Nua is blink. If you have never blinked from your fog and just watched like a Vulcan ult crash down on your fog, it is the greatest feeling on the earth. Because you just hit one, two seconds later you hit blink, and you're back in lane and they're chasing the fog trying to figure out where in it you are. I'm too reckless of a That's player hilarious. to ever That's build hilarious. Blink on my mage ever because like I get myself into like really dumb situations quite frequently. <laughs> so I have no, I always so go be Zayas. Oh shit! There's five people here. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. Because I'll like look, you know, because I'm streaming while I'm playing Smite. So I'll, like look over at chat and I'll be like confused by the way somebody worded something. So like all my attention goes there. I look back at the screen and I'm literally there's like three people behind me. I'm half dead already. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the yeah, dangers of streaming. I blink a lot on mids and teleport. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah. Teleport. Tele- I think teleport. No. Teleport. Getting your mage. Getting your mage where they need to be. People don't buy teleport enough on a mid. Dude, I don't know. It, it I feel was, like uh, definitely crucial in that comeback match. Yeah, we did need that damage there at the end. We definitely did. Because if if we wouldn't have got the alpwash down there. More of them would have spawned before that. That Titanoni would have been half health. Right. That's crazy. I never, honestly, I like me personally as a player. I probably wouldn't do a teleport just simply because, like, like, like I said, I get myself into too many like <laughs> sketchy situations where I need to be able to, you know, get out of it. But theoretically, I could play around with the idea of teleport plus Aegis and just use her ult for CC immunity. But then I can't use her ult for like other things, you know, like getting assists and kill stealing. <laughs> it, it, right. It does depend on what the other teams got. But there's sometimes there's games where I'm looking at the enemy team. I'm like, none of them really dictate a relic to me. I'm like, so, all right, I'll buy an Aegis. And then what do I do with my second one? Well, you know, let's have a little fun with it, you know, and a little this or a little that and teleport's great. I actually, you know, will do that on support sometimes. If I find that it's a match where I really need to be able to rotate quickly because of the way things are going that second relic can be a teleport be like oh i need to be in duo lane okay and you know i run out there and then shit now everybody's over in solo lane pop over to there you know or pop up to the ward and be able to go right back in and tank it 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 comes in handy it's it's powerful yeah or your your mid laner being able to come back from base gank solo lane teleport back to his lane just like a solo laner would and, and it has to be on the right mean. character, yeah. And it has to be on the again. It has to be the it has to be the right match against the right team. Mm-hmm. But well, we are getting a little <laughs> bit derailed here from Nuwa, and and there is something I want Smitten to talk about here yet with her, and that is how do you beat her? Like you you come strolling into mid lane or wherever, and there there's the enemy Nuwa. So what are some tips and tricks to uh, you know counter? Outside outside of her ult, she is landlocked, 100%. She doesn't have a jump. She doesn't have any real escape ability outside of, uh, I think whenever you ult up, I'm not ex- exactly sure how many units you can like slip away from, but it's like, it's maybe like a quarter, maybe half of a lane. I think half lane is like stretching it way too far. I think it's, it's like- very predictable. I, I yeah. think it's like 30 down. units. And it even has like very a little- It has a little circle on the ground as well for where you're going to land. So like that's like, you can you can utilize that knowledge, like knowing that she whenever she does ult, you just wait for her and you don't have to go very far in order to get to her. Um, 
her fog is going to be a little bit more difficult to kind of try to deal with. Uh, if you're a smart new eye, like I said earlier, you're going to be like moving around in it and utilizing the fact that you're you're free roaming. Um, a, a novice new eye is going to be in the middle and you can you'll definitely be able to tell like how that new eye is playing and how familiar they are with the character by easily by like five minutes because they will have used their fog um, in a way that they're going to use it. So just kind of figure out, you know, where it is they're going with that. Um, there is, like I said earlier, there's like a half a second to a full second uh, delay time between using your um, your minions and then going for the stun with uh, uh, Metal Shard. So if you can, you just, you know, you can pre-beads it or, you know, just, just hope that they miss it because it's like sometimes it just happens. Like I said, you can thread right between both minions and uh, you'll get the damage from Shining Metal but you won't get the minion stunned. So there's there's a couple little quirks there that you can also deal with. I always and- love jumping over the minions, like just timing it. Like, okay, they <laughs> yes! dash me, jump now. Jump now. <laughs> and the new watch stun goes right below me. I land on top of Triggered. Nuwa and she goes, boom. <laughs> I hate, yeah. I hate, I hate when people know how to do that. It's like the most frustrating <laughs> thing in the world is as a new maid sitting there and like you can tell that they know how to play against you. And once yeah. you, once you miss one... I think that comes along with being a jungle main is like knowing how to gank as many people as possible. Like right. figuring yeah. out counters mm-hmm. to every single person that I can and like knowing whether or not I can box them or whether I should just ability and run away or anything like that. So exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah jumping I over the minion stun, over that stun is is definitely right, if right. you have that available to you, one hundred percent. That's the way to do it. I think we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap up here uh, our new wild discussion. So always feel free to hop over to our Discord though and and chat things up. You know, if you still got questions or or, or concerns or thoughts to even share, you know, and yeah, you know, we'll be more than happy to discuss things uh, over there. So. I'm going to start off our community section here and ask you, what's your favorite Nuwa skin? Uh, I really like uh, the Easter skin for her. <laughs> the the sound of the good. minions whenever you use them. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it just, it makes my heart so happy. So you go for so the annoying happy. factor then, right? No, it makes oh, my heart happy. It like, I'm just like, yes, yay, yay, yay. Like, internally, it makes me do that. You know what I mean? And plus, it's just like, uh, like her voice lines are really, really cute. Outside of that, I like the, um, oh gosh, the uh, Oktoberfest Nuwa. That one's yes. really cute. Yeah, that's that's an e- that's one of the emotes in our channel. I had, I think Herg Herg pulled it out for me. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the beers. Yep. Yep. Because uh, it's not Vo. It, Yuri will always be like, I'll be like in Discord. Man, it's been a long day at work, and he always would put, put Hanjuki a beer. I was like, we need an emote for this to make it easier, and there it was. It's such a great skin. I always use the the New Horizons one, but I just bought the Mystic Enchantress because I God. think that one's pretty sweet. I stopped playing the 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 astronaut one because God, this one line in in the voice pack drives me nuts. She goes, "Is that a rocket ship?" And it just drives me <laughs> crazy every time That's I hear it, man. That skin kind of annoyed me too. So I know she does have a great joke in there, you know, about you know how she planned it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how I plan it. I'm so, I'm so good. It's like a planet. I know exactly yep, what you're talking is. about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, I'm ashamed that I know that. 
like by heart. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I, my, fav- my favorite VGS by far in the game right now is one I just discovered recently. And it came with the, the Golden Blade update. Thank God for that and making Mercury broken. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, he, he, when he says enemy ultimate down, he is so proud. He is like, Enemy ultimate down, and it's just that like, was perfect. Oh, yeah, oh my god, ultimate is down. Yes, dude, that was, <laughs> why did you bring up Mercury? That was the perfect we impersonation, man. Good job, 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, hey, Beagle, why don't you uh fire away with some of the, the guest questions that we got in here? And I know uh, you know, some of us folks have some questions in here too, so ask one or two of them and and then uh, you know, throw it out to one of us and we'll ask our questions. All right, let me, wait. It's under the guest questions, not the community Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) wait, what? There's nothing here. (laughs) No. All right, all right. Wrong time. Let me, all right. Okay, so, oh, it's over here. Okay, got you. First. Uncle Phoenix. (laughs) Daniel, you got to know what this one is. Always my favorite question. If you don't know what this is, you're grounded. Yep. Bad girl. Uh, all right, I'll play Smite for three hours then, okay. Oh, yeah, Smitten's <laughs> when I ground my kids, that means they gotta play Smite for three hours. Oh, my God, that is the <laughs> coolest shit I've ever heard. You're grounded, solo queue for three hours. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, Uncle Phoenix, ooh. I don't know. <laughs> so, Uncle Phoenix put in the wow, in, in the chat, you already know mine, and his question, as it's been for every guest, is when Split Push has their karaoke episode, Oh, will yeah, that, that's it? him that asks that. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Will you join us for our karaoke episode? <laughs> oh my god. I would love to. I will be blushing. I will be red. I will be laughing and giggling and squealing all the way through it. But I absolutely will. There you go, Uncle Phoenix. The line is forming. Uh, I mean, yeah. We got F dot. We got Smitten. We got tons Taco. of people too. Taco. <laughs> Well, yeah. we other people are like, hey, we'll, we'll do it, but we may not sing well. And, and Taco also revealed, shit, if you got F dot in on it, that means we're all doing it. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, F dot, we're counting on you, buddy. I don't, I'd like, typically I don't like singing in front of people, but I did the uh, Happy Birthday Smite song. I actually sang that <laughs> yeah. on their YouTube video. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so I mean, I definitely, I mean, I will man the fuck up and I will, I will definitely come do karaoke with you guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. All right, Beagle, what's next? All right. Do you guys want me to skip over the ones from, oh. or okay. I, I don't know. Just read them. Yeah, no, I mean, we have our own personal questions. They're just yeah. ones I shared from the, the social yeah. media. And I'm not even sure how to say this person's <laughs> name. Um, oh. um, ATX99. Attila DeSezi. I don't know. At yeah. ATX99. That's, that's, that's yeah, a Teeks. Yeah. yeah, he's one of my viewers. Teeks. Teeks. All right, got Hi, Will she ever make a smitten announcer pack? Oh my god, yes. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Dude, ever since uh, they added announcer packs to the game, like my all of my viewers have just been singing, like, oh my god, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And, well, all we got to do is get uh, high res to, to allow it, and I absolutely would do one, 100%. I bet we could sympathy vote them, but I've been... I've been streaming in partnership with you since beta. You guys gotta love me. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if the, like my only thing though is when you call out your quadra kill and pentakill, you better make it epic. Because there's so many times I get a voice pack and I'm just going in like, all right, how's a quadra and pentakill sound? 
what the hell is that? I'm Could a- you be <laughs> any less enthusiastic? Quadrakill. Pentakill. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Like, I don't seriously, do- I would rather use the base announcer pack over that bullshit. Yeah, I never do anything I use Anukis calmly. because it is so hype. Yeah, I'm always and screaming. I have six pentakills, so I've heard it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I am literally always screaming, so you don't have to worry about that at all. <laughs> I'm extremely excitable. It's like it's like my second best feature. Well, speaking of pentakills, how many pentakills do you have? Five. Ooh. Oh, uh, nice. After, after no, no, it's terrible. After, okay, I've been playing, I know the exact day that I started playing Smite. It was December 21st of 2012. I've had five Pentas in six <laughs> years. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's not nice, man. But to be fair, I have, I have like shitty friends that like to steal those moments from me on stream. <laughs> oh, so, so you and B will have something in common. Stop! No, yeah. come on. Where does that them, sound familiar from? I don't really. I call all of your quadras are almost pentas. You can you can qualify those as almost pentas. And oh, I have like fifty of those. Dude, like, I don't beagle, even have a beagle capriados. That fifth person. Yep. <laughs> It was a mirror. It was a mirror. Oh, so mirror. Oh, a mirror's so easy to PC. steal with, though, man. That's unfortunate. I it, did. It was okay, just a I basic. Was, <laughs> I was telling myself not to do it. I was, like, screaming, let Dan get it, let Dan get it, even though they're randoms. They ain't going to hear me, but they were letting him, and me being my stupid self, whacked her as she walked by. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's autopilot, man. You just, like, you see him low health, and, like, your brain it automatically was... is like, I'm going to murder it. Exactly. Like it would have been my first Penta on PC too, and oh, I was like so no. hype. I was so hype, and your heart broken, girl. Yeah. <laughs> Poor she, thing. She was just girl. like, she was just like, click. Your mirror is here. <laughs> Did you spam <laughs> on afterwards? That, that's uh, how you do it on PC. Happened, all right. You steal Pentas and then you spam laugh. <laughs> yeah, but to be to be fair here, I've never gotten a Penta kill yet. Out of like all this time I played, I've played for. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Girl, it takes a lot. Maybe a year plus learning curve? That's that's not unreasonable. Yeah, I think it's been about a year, and I still haven't even gotten a single pentakill, so... <laughs> yeah, like... I, I've only gotten one, and it was a dumb one. It was in the uh, bonus round of <laughs> an arena where we had, yeah. the enemy team had two disconnects. In my defense, the Alpoise on their team and somebody else... We couldn't kill him the entire match. It was the hardest fought five versus three ever. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> like, literally, they just stayed by their fountain, and that little bastard would prance back in every time he was about to die and get healed up and come back out and kick our ass again. Yeah, it took me, it took me bonus three. Round, mm-hmm. It took me three years to get my first Penta, so don't feel bad. <laughs> don't feel bad at all. <laughs> yeah, it took yeah, me three years. Here. It took me about three years to get my first pinto. There were so many times where I was so close yep. and each time after that game I went I wanted to just go cry in a corner. <laughs> yep. It wouldn't be I special feel if it was if you got him it's so easy though. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hope so- Dragoon is in with our next question. Um I'm gonna assume that's from the Twitter guy. Mm, yes that is from Twitter. Yeah. Uh it's like why choose esports? Why do you play Smite? Why did you choose to be a content creator over a professional player? Ooh, uh, as far as the last one, um, I, I made the switch to Smite in 2012, um, after exclusively playing Battlegrounds in World of Warcraft for eight years. 
So I like whenever I was playing WoW, all I did was just grind PvP all the time, and not arena PvP. I'm talking battleground PvP. And battlegrounds in the in the WoW. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then the um, and then uh. You know, I was turned on to to Smite from 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 my husband. He was just like, "Hey, uh, I really think you like this game since all you do is PvP and you don't like raid or do any you know the in game content. Why don't you try this out?" And uh, I played it, and I played against Manticore bot, and I was hooked immediately. I was hooked immediately, and then I remember I probably played like twenty practice matches before I loaded into my first conquest, and I was like, I remember heavy breathing and just like being so nervous that the second that I loaded in the lobby, I was like, uh, hey guys, I was typing in lobby chat. I was like, um, this is my first ever game, real game. So I would like to apologize in advance for me being absolutely garbage. And you know what they did? Instead of BMing me, they were like, hey man, what? I got you. So they, they literally like held my hand basically throughout the entirety of this match. And they would, I would do something and they'd be like, hey, you might want to try this. You know, later on you can turn off, uh, you know, auto buy and auto level. And they were just kind of like, they're like, hey, this is the Gold Fury. Come do this with us. This is what it does. And from th- that point on, I was just like, this is, this is where it's at. This is, this is my new game. And I have not looked back since. That, that Six years awesome. ago. I, I love to hear that. I know in my early days, I got a few people that, you know, reached out to me. And, and on the PlayStation, 10 times harder because, you know, type, you can't type on this quickly. You know, but I had a guy send me a message. You know, and t- teach me how to play Baka better. I'm like, oh, that makes a hell of a lot more sense. You know, appreciate it. You know, yeah, help your people out. It gets you better community, gets more players into the game, makes matchmaking better because there's more people. You know, it, exactly. It helps. So yeah, yeah, less salt, more help. That was, and that was the next person you help could be the next smitten. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So so the the question was something about like why why be a content <clears throat> creator versus a pro player. Um, I came to Smite. Smite was my first ever MOBA. And so like the mechanics of MOBA were were extremely different from anything that I've ever played uh, before, like just video game wise. So um, I had a very, very long adjustment period. I was garbage for a very, very long time in the game. So yeah. um, like and I was never really like I knew coming into it, like I was already I would think I was like 25, 26. Yeah, I was 25 years old when I started playing and I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be a pro. You know, I, you know, I fantasized about it for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, how cool would it be if I was on a team and I was like killing people in front of the people, you know, but like, I just, uh, I knew mechanically I wasn't there. Like, I have all the game knowledge in the world and I love talking about this game and I love theory crafting and all that stuff, but just I can't get my, my hands to match what my eyes see and what my brain wants. <laughs> and in order yeah. to be a pro, you have to kind of, you have to be mechanically sound. And that's just, I'm not consistent enough. I'm sure I could definitely I, be, I, feel you. I could be like high diamonds, maybe even masters if I really, really put in, uh, in time into the grind. But, you know, I would much rather connect with, with the people in my community and, you know, explore things that, you know, pros can't necessarily explore because they're, they're tied to it competitively. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you ever I feel about like that with mechanics. I'm like, that's not what it was supposed to do. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Like about every five minutes, just do something. Yep. What was that question there, guy? I said, have you ever thought about coaching? Oh, actually, yeah. Um, I did uh, earlier. I was talking about a series that I did on stream called Bronze League Bravehearts, um, where I would go in and watch other people's ranked games and spectate them, 
and give them like tailored advice for them for that specific role or that God, they'd come and be like, Smitten, I don't know when to rotate. Like that's a very common question um, for Bronze League yeah, Bravehearts. We, so I would like struggling with it. Yeah. So I would go in and I would focus specifically on, you know, times where they needed to rotate. And then I would commentate on like their decision making and, you know, best worst case scenarios, who they need to be focusing, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I guess you could call it coaching. I mean, it's not really coaching. I mean, I guess, because I don't know. I feel like you got to be like a professional in order to like coach somebody. I mean, I can I can at least, you know, uh, give you guys like what I know about that situation that could improve your gameplay. But, you know. All right. Moving on to Bio's question there, Big. Okay. Thoughts on high-res making smaller companies per game and becoming a publisher overall good or bad for the future of the games? You know, um, this it's kind of a you know it's a little bit of a, a loaded question in the sense that I mean I've been mm-hmm. I've been around like these people for you know six years I'm you know like close friends with a lot of people up there at Hi-Rez. I love them to death they've always been so good to me um and like I don't know I was kind of I was perplexed whenever I heard that they had like split up into different companies I was like okay why you know what I mean but uh, I mean. If by breaking it down into several different companies, it gives them a lot more versatility as far as like what they can do as as a publisher and as content creators and as, you know, as as, you know, uh, proponents in the esports scene. So, like, I guess from the business perspective, you, you can see that. But I don't really have a um, an opinion on it either way. I, I assume that they're making the best decisions for high res. And that's what I want. I want my game, which is smite. I want that to be successful. So whatever that means, I'm willing right. to to endure whatever it is. Good, good call there, Dan. How about yourself? I know you got some questions. Okay, uh, my first question is: Where did the growl come from on the subs? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, um, I you know I used to go around and watch these different streams. These like pro you know boy game you know gamers like sitting there and they'd like flex for for their subs and donos and or they'd like you know do like x y and z or they'd say x y and z and i was like kind of thinking i was like well well what can i do that like normal i guess like not everybody can do and i was like i can growl (laughs) (laughs) so i was like all right it's really quick really effective and 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 unique awesome i like it Okay, uh, we got Big Rick. What's up, Smitten? What would be your argument to convince my girlfriend to watch Mike? She loves watching FPS. I don't know what that is. FPSs. <laughs> yeah, FPS yeah. games. You know how to put FPSs so you put more than one version. Like Overwatch and stuff. <laughs> um, She loves watching FPSs, GTA Five, and we do a fair amount of drunk carding together. But the only thing she likes about Smite is the Cerberus Pup Patrol skin I don't own. Of course. Who yeah. doesn't? And Chef Vulcan. Okay. Can you swear or should I just give up and buy her Overcooked too? Definitely. Oh my god, no. Never give up. F7 for life, dude. Do not give up on the mission. Okay. So this is how you get your girl into Smite. First of all, you bring her to my stream. You're like, hey, look at this girl that plays this game and look at how much fun they're having. You know what I mean? You know, c- come bring her in. I'll talk to her. I'll talk it up. Uh, the second thing you can do, uh, make sure you're watching, uh, like the SPL level stuff. Cause, like, a lot of the times, like, um, whenever it comes to like Twitch viewership and just watching people stream and like, you know, watching the content on YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, like, Smite can be a very, it's, it's a game of tiny 
little decisions, tiny little, little, uh, um, gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like tiny little changes, right? There's, and then there's big moments of action, but then it's back to the farming. It's back to the building. It's back to the rotations. It's back to making sure your camps are clear, all of that. So like you have her watch the SPL where that shit is like, first of all, it's being casted live. And the, you know, the casters are talking about why those tiny little decisions they're making are important. So you you just got to make her understand like why that's important. Why is it important that the mid laner decided to go for these two, you know, uh, the the mid camp on right as opposed to going to the mid camp on left or in, as opposed to rotating for this team fight like they should be. You know what I mean? Like you just got to make that important to her. And you can listen to uh, listen to aggro BM scream in an SPL <laughs> match because he lost a bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you just gotta you know she doesn't understand why that's entertaining or why that's awesome because she doesn't play. So maybe and see. There's another thing because where Dan used to play was uh, where his mom, my, my wife, would would be. So she she watched a lot of our games and. She, Tell her if she gets to watch, she gets to make fun of you then because she'll start to understand and she'll be like, you know, you're being a dumbass yeah. right now, right? Why did you up like, there? Why, why did you I, use oh, me? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm still trying to get her to play. I will F I can just, that. I can hear it now. You took beads over ages? You fucking bled. You fucking idiot? Yeah. <laughs> she does call me out. She's like, well, go fucking help your team. They're dying. And I'm like, Wait, they're dying? Oh, but, shit. <laughs> but guarantee, okay, as far as, like, the question goes, guaranteed, like, if she's having a hard time, like, maintaining interest, it's because compared to FPS, Smite is a slow game. Like, FPS, yeah. there's just things going on constantly. Everybody's getting shot, rezzing, you know, there's, like, so much, it's just so fast-paced that Smite, Smite just isn't that fast-paced all that, all the time, you know what I mean? It doesn't really pick up until like the 15 minute mark in most games at the very least you start to see more than two people rotate over to a lane for a kill or an objective so it's it's a slower game in the beginning but she's going to it's going to be more important to her if you just kind of explain like hey early game you know you're supposed to be farming so you can buy these items so you can be powerful to fight each other later and then you know just kind of explain it to her a little bit better but don't say don't be like condescending and don't like get frustrated with her you know if she's like she has questions or if she's not really getting it, you know what I mean? Just like try to be patient and make it a fun experience for both of you. And that'll make her want to do it more because she's your girlfriend and she wants to do things with you and she wants to enjoy the things that you enjoy. Hell, I even, where my gaming is, I got rid of my gaming chair and I put in a loveseat couch. There we go, dirt maps, mom. Got <laughs> space for you to come in and sit and you can make fun of me too. Aww. Yes, please do. Like, please you're make out of, fun you're, of him. You're out of position again. Like, oh God, now you too? Aww. <laughs> the whole team and you? Come on, you're yep. supposed to support me. <laughs> That's so cute. We'll get in position and we'll support you. Hey, <laughs> uh, I'm the support, so come to me. I'm where the fight is. <laughs> oh, we know. I'm an aggressive support. That's my style. But it works when you're all behind me. Exactly. Like, close behind me, not far behind me. <laughs> uh, how about you, Beagle? You got any questions? Um, honestly, I had one earlier that I was thinking about. I don't remember now, but. Squirrel. She's so prepared. Yeah. She's always <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I don't remember. So. <laughs> right, well, okay. You can tweet you, me later, girl. Can, can, just tweet at me later. I'll answer any question. 
Gotcha. So I got a, I got a couple of stock ones here because it's always interesting with people who have been playing the game for such a long amount of time and seeing all the different game states yeah. that have been here. Um, item you wish had never been removed from Smite, no matter how broken it was, would certainly be a first one. Item. Um, there's actually been several items in Smite that were um, really <laughs> interesting. Um, I did. I actually did a video on this whenever I tried to uh, do YouTube again about the uh, the forgotten items of Smite. And there's there's I I can't remember the name of any of them now because you know they were in the game it's for like two forever. days or like a week or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but as far as like the, the items, I can't remember. I, m- I miss Bluestone a lot. Just for like uh for certain yeah. hunters like Chiron, like Chiron bless his little heart, he has the shittiest clear. <laughs> He's got the <laughs> shittiest laning phase of like any ADC right now. So it's uh you know, I miss Bluestone specifically for him, but um yeah. That's the only one that I can think of right now. I, I, I disagree. I love my man Chiron. Call me daddy all day oh long. God. Call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> there is a picture someone edited my face onto a picture of the fabulous Chiron skin. <laughs> That's and great. it says, who's your daddy at the bottom? Because I frag as Chiron. Yeah. I love that man to death. Yeah. Ataraxia loves him and too. And I spam the so voice pack fun. all game long. Yeah, Ataraxia and I connected yeah. one time because like, we uh, we met at Worlds and I was like, ah, you like Chiron. He was like, you like Chiron. We were just like buddy buddies <laughs> after that. It was really cool. I love that god a lot. Yeah, and and actually, that takes me into this. And this is, um, I don't know how big into mythology you are. I know quite a few people tend to get brought into Smite like I did because you get to play as gods. Right. And then my wife reading all the descriptions for every every character Aww. and and with their with their events, there's always a story behind them. Especially with uh, the Odyssey every year, they put a big story. They put a lot of effort behind that. Yeah. So. A, a god that you would like to see in Smite? You know, uh, it used to be whenever people would ask me this question, I'd say Medusa, but <laughs> obviously that was a very Medusa long time out. ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd really like to see Set. Like, I feel like we, Ooh. yeah, I would love to see a Set in the game. That's uh, that's my newest one. That I've decided that I okay. want a Set of what? Hey, yes. <laughs> <laughs> got him. And then the question becomes: Do they go with Set, or do they go with with his his older name, which is Satesh? Hmm. That would be that'd be interesting. His kit would be interesting because of the role he plays in Egyptian mythology. Exactly. I used to be. He's kind of the trickster, you know, villain of the. No Egyptians. more Loki's. Yep. No more Loki's. <laughs> no, I used to. Whenever I was really, really young, I used. I was obsessed with the like um, Egyptian culture, like ancient Egyptian culture. So I was yep. really, um, really into like all the mythology and everything. And then that kind of blossomed into like being interested in greek mythology and i used to carry like a uh, binders that i like hand wrote for like each god and goddess like what they did who they were you know amongst the other gods and all that stuff so but it's it's been a long time since i've been into like anything like super big mythology wise but there's definitely a bunch yeah. of people out there in smite that are like smitten have you heard about Hera's blah 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 and i'm like no <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> tell me all about it oh god greek mythology that's a trip. Yes, it so, is. So Egyptian mythology and all this stuff. Did you ever watch Stargate? <laughs> I have to know. Uh, I think I did. I think I watched Stargate a very long time ago. 
I love Stargate. Do I remember Stargate? <laughs> Not necessarily, but I do remember the. I remember like physically watching that movie. I just watching don't remember it. what it was about for the life of the me. The movie was oh, good. Man. I didn't really watch the show. SG the, the series SG one is amazing. Hmm, I'll have to look it up. Is it on Netflix? <laughs> oh, Maybe. I think so. Netflix or Hulu. It's on one of the streaming services. I'll have to check but, it out. Because you're talking about- Actually, I did ta- see it recently. It might be on Netflix. It might be back up because it was down for a little while. It, it also, because you're talking about uh, set, they do an episode where set's on Earth and it's hilarious. Mm. Oh my God. I'm going to have to go watch it now. Right. Oh, that's so good. All right. What, one more community question out there, Beagle. What, what do we got here? All right. This is from Mookery. I don't know. <gasps> Mook, yeah, is one of <laughs> to, my viewers. <laughs> yeah. To Smith, Smat, Paddywhack, give a dog a bone. <laughs> Two <laughs> questions. Rarely do you ever seem anything other than upbeat, so what helps you bring the positive environment to your stream, and how does streaming rate against other jobs and care- or careers you've had in the past? Oh, man, that is a fantastic question, Mookery. Um, 10 out of 10. Okay, so what was the first one again? Um, rarely do you ever seem anything other than upbeat. So what helps you always bring the positive environment to your stream? Well, um, that is, that's, you know, people ask me about that a lot. Because, you know, I've been playing, like, Smite is a competitive game. I'm, I would like to consider myself, a, like, a competitive type. I enjoy, you know, competition and all the like. Um, but people often ask me, like, how have you played this game every day for six years? And still, like, how are you still happy and, like, having fun? <laughs> well, how my... have you played this game and still have a conscience? <laughs> exactly. I still have a brain. But, like, really what it comes down to is uh, emotional control. Like, if you go and watch, like, the top, uh, like, pro streamers, and if you watch their faces and how it is that they're reacting to things whenever they're not trying to entertain their stream, when when you can tell they're actively engaged and kind of like that pro mindset, there's a calmness. You know what I mean? There's no panic. There's no stress. There's no tilt. There's no salt. They're in, the, they're in that little zone. I, I don't know where that zone is because I panic every time I play this game. <laughs> but, but it legitimately, I have so much fun. Like Smite is constantly changing. They're adding new stuff all the time. There's always something to talk about. There's always something to try. There's always... You know, there's so much versatility as far as the actual game goes. I can never get bored. But it, as far as being positive, I tried to, the second that I start to feel tilted, I understand I understand enough about myself to know how to, like, reel my emotions back in, being like, oh, I can't believe that, blah, they, you know, they came in, you know, my, my solo didn't call missing. You know what I mean? Like, I could sit there and I could get upset about the actual reason as to why I died. Or I can be like, oh, you know, I probably could have warded and I would have seen Solo coming over. You know what I mean? Like, I could always find a way, you know, to not necessarily make it my fault, but take accountability for, for the things that are happening in the game and the way that I'm emotionally responding to everything. Um, a lot of it's yeah, about... Yeah, five on that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> a lot of we, it- we just went through that phase. We just had, a, you know, like a sauerkraut week where it was just like we were frustrated and then we just, like I said, we... Talked it out, and now things are going so much better. Exactly. I had to sit the kids crap. down and give them an ultimatum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of it's a... Uh, um, I also kind of want to throw this in there. Uh, I play ranked, but I mostly, like, the past couple seasons, every split, I will f- do my qual- my quals, get placed into plat, and then I don't 
play ranked after that. <laughs> it, it's I know like even whenever I was playing ranked like regularly on stream, I did that for like probably a good like three four months one uh one year and. Like, I could tell, like, I was getting better mechanically. My decision-making was better. My builds were on point. My rotations were great. So all these things were happening that were better. But I started noticing that as the content creator, as a streamer, that I was really starting to decline there. So my focus 100% of the time that I'm playing Smite is how my chat is doing. You know, if they're laughing along with me, if they're having a good time. So, and no, you know, it's not a good time if you're watching some some kid just scream at his screen whenever he, you know, dies to something obvious. You know, like I, I would much <laughs> rather people be engaged because they're laughing or because they're actually interested in the things that we're talking about, you know, and stuff like that. So don't don't play ranked. <laughs> don't play ranked. <laughs> I mean, if I mean, you heard it here. If you, don't play ranked. I won't. But if you do, you need to practice uh. something called emotional control and you will notice your actual in-game gameplay improve just by working on things like that. Like my my big issue is whenever I'm playing the game, I panic. I know that for, for a fact. Whenever things happen, I spaz out and it takes a little bit for me to like realize what's going on and react to that. So if you can get that under control, keep your emotions under control, then you're actually going to be able to improve quite a bit. Yeah, I've definitely seen improvement with our team since we talked because it's just a lot less angrily bitching at each other that like exactly oh well i didn't know solo was missing thanks a lot beagle or whatever and it's (laughs) a lot more like okay solo lane killed me i'm gonna go back to base now (laughs) i think one of the biggest things that helped us in that was like look sometimes i'm like hey i'm getting bodied in my lane you know i'm saying that as an update so y'all know that hey you got to think about maybe giving me some help over here or paying attention that my guy's going to rotate out maybe without me knowing it because you know he went back to base and or went to get his blue and right oh yeah now he sneaked over you know so when i'm saying i'm getting bodied it's i'm giving an update i'm sorry i'm not going to be cheery about that update (laughs) getting my ass kicked i'm stuck under tower yeah okay i'm not going to be cheery about it but you don't get on my case about it i'm not complaining i'm not whining i'm just you know, you're presenting facts, but presenting yeah. facts. If you present those facts coded in honey, emotional control. Yeah. If you if you present those facts coded in honey instead of vinegar, you you will definitely mm-hmm. see a huge improvement. Like me, I'm like whenever I need help and I'm I'm getting bodied, I just start screaming out, "I need an adult! I need an adult!" And <laughs> and, and, and and normally. And normally my team will respond to that. You know, I play with my viewers all the time. So, like, they, I guess they kind of know that about me. But I've noticed, like, if I just start screaming, I need an adult. An adult will come and rescue you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a few There's a few ticks, like, especially with me, because uh, I don't know if it's ever mentioned, but I, I am, you know, moderately autistic. And Beagle got it one day, and we actually had a discussion about it, because I'm running towards her with, like, three people chasing me. I was like, Beagle, Beagle, Beagle. <laughs> and she's like, what? There's nothing I can do. I'm like... No, my brain was just like, go to Beagle, and it came out of my mouth, and Dan's learned as our primary jungler that if I'm in solo lane, I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to piss and piss and moan in my own little bucket in the corner, and I'm just pissing and moaning in general, not at anybody. <laughs> For like half the game. Right. It's, 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 about, it's, it's about expressing, yeah, what you're feeling internally. It does help being able to do something like that. But you guys should, um, if yeah, you guys... Yeah, it took me definitely a couple, uh, maybe a couple of weeks to kind of come to terms because, like, yeah, when someone's yelling and your name is even in the sentence, you're like, stop mm-hmm. yelling at me! Yeah. I'm doing what I can! If you guys... But, yeah, I, was I, mean, like, I, I totally understand now. 
yeah if you guys end up um if you're wanting to like play together like a lot more um like with a lot more synergy and uh like a little bit more upbeat you guys might want to look into something called emotional validation it's like it's super quick and easy but if you've noticed like one of your teammates say say Yuki is like having a really hard time and you can tell he's starting to dip into the salt and start to tilt a little bit just like a little bit of emotional validation is is all you need in order to turn that attitude around because like as long yeah. if that person is feeling frustrated as long as they know that other people know they're frustrated in a way that makes it sound like they care it's going to be able to like that's a that's a basis from which that person can change their attitude because they feel cared about yeah, they feel like they're heard and then they can do something about it Right, and and, and it, it's turned into from Yuki yelling, Dad, 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 and me going, what do you want me to do? It's turned into, I'm coming, boo, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got it's you, like, boo, I got you. Exactly. Because I can get unintentionally, because the 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 filters for that thing pretty much don't work in my head, and a lot, of, and there are definitely a lot of times and I'm like, God damn it, Dan, this is fucking bullshit. What the fuck? He's like, I tried. There wasn't anything I could really do. I didn't come in because I couldn't have done anything. I would die to I'm like, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. oh nice. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just had to yell, but I'm okay. Yeah. I hear and that then, a lot. Yeah, I just had to yell. <laughs> yeah. In the second half, the question before we get utterly derailed again. Mm -hmm. Oh, darn. <laughs> Is, oh, yeah. And how does streaming rate against other jobs, careers you've had in the past? <laughs> it's obviously, like, by far the coolest fucking job I've ever had. Like, <laughs> it's it really plays up on parts of my personality that, like, I wouldn't be able to otherwise. Like I said earlier, I was going to school for biopsychology to be a scientist, right? I was really starting to play up to that analytical, you know, inquisitive side of me. But, uh, like, all of my life up until this point, like, um, from the time I was 11 until... Uh, gosh, I was like 24. I was performing on stages. I was, um, I did interactive theater as, as a child. And then I, I became, I started to dance more. I became a Zumba instructor. I was a belly dancer, um, like a professional belly dancer. I, I teach. So like my, a lot of my other set of skills are just in that like entertainment kind of dynamic, you know, like my people person you know, um, behaviors and stuff like you, that. You have people skills. What's that like? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's annoying. It really, <laughs> but, but it's, it's cool. Cause like having people, I mean, I can just, I can understand where a lot of people are coming from most of the time just cause like yeah. I can, um, usually, you know, that's from my, my psychology background, obviously, but within like the first 30 seconds of meeting somebody, I can generally tell like what kind of person you're going to be, unless you're like really good at lying and hiding stuff, you know, obviously, but, um, yeah, that definitely plays into it. But no, um, if I if I wasn't a streamer right now, I would be in a lab somewhere conducting experiments on people. <laughs> uh, sounds so great. Yeah. So I I have a, another question. Um, as a pretty successful streamer, what are tips and tricks that you would offer newer upstarting streamers? All right, then those new darn upstarts. The number one thing that I always always tell people who ask me for um beginner streamer tips is uh whenever it comes to your audio video quality people will will watch a stream that's grainy and looks like garbage but sounds phenomenal so make sure that your, your mic quality and your peaking range it's like all perfectly set because if you've got nobody's gonna like even if you've got like 1080 streaming at 60 frames like the game it uh the stream physically looks good but sounds like garbage 
people aren't going to stick around because they're more, you know, uh, sensitive when it comes to like, uh, like what they're hearing. So yeah. number one, that. this isn't a, a plug for them, even though I like the company. This is this is definitely um, if you're looking to streaming, if you're starting streaming and you're using a headset mic, even if your mic's pretty good, just upgrading something like the Yeti Snowball. Mm or sorry, the Blue Snowball. It's a $50 mic. It doesn't have a lot of features, but the sound quality you get off of the mic that can plug, it's USB, so it can help you on any platform. The sound quality difference is phenomenal with that one purchase. It's worth the $50 up front if you're looking to do it seriously. Yeah, so if you have to decide between, you know, uh, spending money on making it look better or spending money on making it sound better, upgrade your sound first and then worry about everything else outside of that because a lot of people don't physically watch the stream while they're in the stream like normally they're gaming or they're working or they're doing homework or you know they're cooking they're doing other things so they're mostly just like listening to your stream so you get that's that's why that part is so important and if your audio is peaking or it's grainy um you know they're they're it's 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 agitating to the ears so they're likely to not watch Awesome. All right, I got, I got a question for you. It's probably a little bit more serious. What's the uh, when you started out? What's the what was the hardest thing being a female streamer? Um, it honestly it was mostly about how I conducted myself because, um, going from just you know being a female in the world to being a female in the world with a platform, you know, in front of in front of the view of you know countless numbers of people. Um, it's it's about what you're you're presenting to the world i probably the the hardest thing was like how to deal with obviously like how to deal with trolls and stuff like that for a long time like i would just you know because i you know you know sometimes you're not very good to yourself and you're like they're like oh you're fat and you suck and you're like oh my god i know right like it's so easy to do stuff like that but i started uh i developed a technique that's 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 really really helped out with trolls and i have not had to ban anybody in a very long time because of the way you deal with stuff um but that that was that's most of it. Um, I that's good world advice. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Um, <laughs> typically, I guess uh, whenever like trolls and stuff come into my chat, you know, what's the number one thing that trolls want from you? They want the attention. They want to stir up shit. They want to become um, the antagonist. They want that that uh, exchange. And my my suggestion isn't to ignore them it isn't to ban them it's to engage them but engage them on your terms so whenever someone comes to my chat like this guy the last troll that i had was like a couple of weeks ago he came into my chat and he was like you're a pig and that's whenever that uh that song bitch on a cow came out and like literally he was like you're a pig i was like i was like i'm not a pig i was like bitch on a cow and like i just laughed it off you know what i mean there's a lot of times whenever i like <laughs> confront the trolls directly if they're trying to be hateful i'd be like no 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 Okay, I have, I have, I, you cannot hurt my feelings. As a matter of fact, uh, go ahead and give it another, another shot. So I like challenge them, trying to, you know, see exactly how BM they can get because I've got viewers in my chat that BM me like 10 times harder than the average troll on a daily. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like ready and like built for this stuff. Like, I'm like, yes, give me that endurance. Like, so it's, uh, it's just about the way that you, that you decide to deal with things. You can either let them, come in there and affect your mood and affect your chat and your community and you can just let it be like a downer portion of the stream or you can sit there and engage and have fun <laughs> i choose the latter definitely it's the uh, again this is kind of an old idiom but you know the whole words have power thing it's, it's like if, if you enter the conversation on their terms that gives their the, words the power they're intending exactly it. all right we got any other questions out there 
That's it for me. I think that's it. That's it for me. That's it. Awesome. We're about at our our typical time limit here anyway. So, Smitten, why don't you uh, let everybody know where they can find you and get a hold of you and so forth. Oh, yes, of course. Okay. Um, The primary place where you can find me is twitch.tv slash smitten. Uh, I do not have a stream schedule set just yet. Got a bunch of stuff. In the works, trying to juggle several things that's at the moment, but I will be posting when there is an actual schedule. Um, you can find me all the time, all day, all night at twitter.com slash smittengfg. I am constantly on Twitter. I will always post there whenever I'm going live. And uh, the other place where you can stalk me at is uh, Instagram, smittengfg. Awesome. Guy, how about yourself? You can find me on Twitter at gsmitey, and you can find me on PlayStation at uh, guy aj 78 and on xbox at guy almighty beagle you can find me on twitter at beagle underscore girl 27 uh you can also hit me up on playstation at beagle underscore girl 2780 send me a message let me know you're from the podcast yuki you can find me on twitter at Yuki Gaming 22 or Ryukotsa Yuki. It should pearl up either one. I've been working on getting that kind of tailored because I can't ever remember it. So how would I expect anyone else to? Um, and you can find me on the PlayStation 4 at Ryukotsa underscore Yuki. Just send me a message. I'm starting to keep an eye on it a little more often for those friend requests so that there's not a, a delay because my notifications are turned off. And uh, yeah, you can always... I'm working on getting more active on Twitter responding more often. I tend to res- respond in clumps on breaks while I'm at work, especially now that we're putting together a million dollar machine. Putting a lot of time in there. And Dan. Wow, did you forget about me or something? You sounded yeah. like you almost forgot. Oh. Dan's here? Wow. Dan. Wait, I'm here? Yes. You should have told are me. We, are any of us really hey, here? You, you fella. <laughs> how, how, who are you and how can people get a hold of you? Oh, well, I'm Top Damage Dan, and you can get a hold of me on Twitter at DirtXNapXDan. Or actually, I'm sorry, I lied. That's <laughs> I mixed them up. I dyslexic. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Split Push Podcast with no A because it was too long. Um, and then you can find me on PS4 at DirtXNapXDan. And I will be starting streaming up soon. I just need to get a schedule worked out and stuff like that. And that'll be at Dirt X Nap X Dan X because I apparently put He's an extra, extra edgy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That leaves good old Dirt Nap's dad here. And you can find me on the PlayStation and on Twitter at Dirt underscore Naps underscore Dad. And definitely been uh, starting to get the stream going up more whenever I'm going to be playing for more than. I, I usually, if I'm going to be playing for more than two games, I'll fire the stream up now. And you can catch me over there just by adding an underscore PS4 to the end of my name there. And, um, you know, stop by our Discord. I think most of us have that pinned at the top of our Twitter. Uh, you know, or just shout out and ask for it. I, I think I even have a bot that, you know, in my chat in the Twitch that'll shout that out occasionally uh, on there. Even been thinking about throwing some videos back on YouTube. I don't know if I'll actually get that far, but you know, I don't have a name there yet, so you know, you just have to come find me. Again, I got it pinned on my Twitter. But hey, we uh enjoyed having you here on the show tonight, Smitten. It was a blast. And 
I wish you the continued success with your stream and what you do for the community, because I think that is one of the most important things that Smite has going for it. Aww, thank you so much for having me. That is like the sweetest thing anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> Aww, I'm a tear God. up over here. Full thank shucks. you. <laughs> <laughs> right. In fact, I think yours is the second... I don't watch a ton of stream. I think it was the second stream I watched. I think I watched like a Duke Sloth stream and then ended up watching you for like three hours one night and fell asleep. <laughs> you could fall asleep to my stream? Oh my God. You must oh, I can, you can sleep through I can hurricanes, fall can't you? <laughs> I can fall asleep in, in oh, yeah. yeah. I can fall asleep in band camp standing attention with my eyes oh, open. Oh Lord. Yeah, so can you fall can fall asleep, asleep for sure in my stream then. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey folks, just remember, when it comes to dirt naps, you got to give them before you take them. And when all else fails, split push!